Since you found your way to this podcast, how about you check out another one? After being through more in her life than any human should, Miranda is sharing her stories, talking about her true passions and the world around us today. My World and Yours, available now on Spotify and Anchor. Yeah. Ooh, soldier boy, tell him. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Fair Enough Talk Show. I'm your host, Anthony Benavides, also known as Anthony Benavides, also known as Anthony Benavides, also known as Benny, also known as Uncle Benny, also known as One Time Benny, also known as One Touch Benny, also known as Apprentice. <laughs> Also known as the president of Venezuela, Shadow Jacob. I'm joined by my fellow co-host, the captain who made this happen, Dragon Pilgrim. Uh, there ain't no daring him. He listens to every track by Garrison, Jacob Novikov. Uh, <laughs> and my third co-host, my will to live, who is yet to come on an episode. Boys, how you doing? So I was waiting until we started recording. But I uh, I wanted to share some news with you guys. Okay. Um, Talk. Well, I already have the dad bod. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna be a dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, well, when when did you find this out, buddy? Yeah, I found out uh, this morning. Oh yeah. Yep. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Have you ever canceled plans before? <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever mowed the lawn? Yeah. Like, like tugged on the thing to get it going. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, I have a push mower. Okay. Um. One sec. One sec. Have you ever played tug of war? Yeah. Have you ever been the anchor? Yeah. Okay. So it's very clear you're able to pull out. <laughs> so, 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 what stopped you this time? Uh. You know, the oh, happen. I seen that. You spilled on my fucking. I seen that. Suck my dick. You know, a- accidents happen. Oh, wow. How do you think I got here? Uh, uh, gotta remember what today is, anyway. Is it a? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say? Shut, what are you gonna say? Is, shout out the dictator. Well, this this uh, guy's gonna say, "Is it a boy or is it a boy?" <laughs> I, I stopped myself, bro. I, that's oh my god. That's regression. I stopped myself. Obviously. April Fools. I'm not gonna be a dad. Okay. Well, yeah. since, since we're doing April Fools, I I fucking love you guys. <laughs> you guys, I love doing this podcast. <laughs> I love getting together every Friday. The favorite part of my week is getting in the car with Benny. Absolutely. Just whenever I look out <laughs> that window and see Jacob in my driveway, it's just fuck. I know my my date my night's gonna be great. <laughs> April fucking fools. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> Help me! Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh. I think I think we. Wow. <laughs> um. I, hey, man. This is my favorite line from from movies. Which movie? Uh, Johnny sins the reckoning. Okay. Oh, I thought he was gonna say. Uh, Sorry, what's the that reckoning. one? Oh, okay. Nice. Actress of the week. Oh god. Um. What's her fucking name? Uh, is it Greenhouse Canada? Okay, man, just wait fucking 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, this guy is like right to the fucking business. Huh? Yeah, I got this. Just get it in the way at the beginning. That's why I said it, okay? Slay the Soul Snatcher. 
<laughs> exclusively on Pornhub. What the fuck? Oh my god, this bitch. <laughs> what's, what's her name? Slay the Soul Snatcher. Where my phone at? <laughs> Hold on. You know what a girl's porn name is her name the anything? <laughs> Fucking goat. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let's um all right, anyways. I'm I'm just I'm I'm not looking that up by, by the way. No, not at all. So boys, what's going down? Uh Greenhouse Canada. Talking shit. Functional glass art. That's all I got for you guys. You guys do the rest. I don't know shit about shit. I don't know what the fuck. You don't know anything about functional glass art? Yeah, if you guys want to get some fucking glass in the ass, then fucking, you know, come out to fucking greenhouse, you know? Fucking, you know, spice up the room, you know? You on Instagram some, with greenhouse.com. If you got some empty drawer, uh, dressers that need something on top of it. Free local delivery of any amount. Do your thing. International shipping, free over $150. Pay 33% down to reserve 45 days. They said it went to Peg, Manitoba. I'm 33% down to do this fucking episode. Shout out Greenhouse Canada. Yo, shout out me, man. Okay. Fucking uh, Anthony, how are you doing? I've been rocking Witcher Wild Hunt yeah. last uh, two weeks. Yeah. If you guys have played Witcher Wild Hunt before. um, Bro, I can't find this it's shit. Very, it's very easy to just... Uh, sometimes her account gets uh, shut down and then... Uh, S-L-E-I-G-H. Don't know why. Um, so, in The Witcher, uh, it's very easy to, like, just fucking smack the campaign mm-hmm. and then do everything after. Yeah. But then, like, reap all the cool rewards after, after the fact, which isn't fun. So, I've hopped on the wave of doing every single fucking side quest before, like, the main story. So, that's what I've been doing. And so now, like, the way it works is, like, you can do, you can do, like, the hardest mission out the gate. Like, you could be level three and do, like, a level 45 mission. There's no, there's nothing stopping you. But it's not recommended. Yeah. Because you're going to die and, and you're dead, right? <laughs> so, uh, I'm level 24. And in the campaign right now, uh, it's recommended that I'm level 13. So I yammed beside every question mark, every fucking, every strange request, every fucking, uh, hey, oh, I've, I've lost me kitty cat. Can you help me find him? The, fucking, okay, cool. I'll, I'll take the, the two experience. I'll take the five coins. Bada bing, bada buoy. And I just, want, I just wanted to brag when I'm fucking about my shit. And I haven't even started the two, the, the two DLC expansions, which are. I've already finished the game before, but I'm just taking it like before. I've always been a guy who just like runs through the campaign and then does the side shit after until I'm tired of the game. Yeah. So like now I'm trying like, okay, I'm gonna do all the side shit first, get all the cool armor. So when I do the campaign and do all the cool cutscenes, Geralt's just drip. Geralt's Geralt, Geralt of Rivia. He's a witcher. <laughs> but yeah. Just wanted to notify you guys that that's literally all I've been doing. Playing Witcher. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Jake? What do you mean? Elden Ring. Still. Still. Still.
That's all I've been playing. Dude. What about what about you, Dre? I'm starting new game three. I'm like, sorry, he's not done. Sorry. New oh. game three. Holy <laughs> shit, dude, dude! I'm gonna go until I until it's too hard to <laughs> fucking play. Break yourself. <laughs> it like it's I don't know like I'm just too strong. So like until the game makes it unbeatable for me, then oh. then I'll stop playing. Wow. So so probably like new game the biggest like, cock in the area. New game. Well, it depends on how you measure it, right? Because it's like new game. If I said like new game one, that's like my second playthrough, right? Uh-huh. So my eighth playthrough or new game seven is the highest scaling of difficulty. After that, it doesn't scale any harder. So if I can do that, then I'll stop playing. I'm just punishing first. myself at this point. Jacob's a G. Yeah, I just love Dark Souls games and, you know. Yeah, I just love games. having Dark Souls too. Amazing. What? What? What did you say? What did I say? I didn't hear what you said. Oh. God damn. Now I'm gonna have to go back and listen to the episode. At least this is right at the beginning. Fuck, man! I hate listening to this shit. All right, man. all right, all right. Let's cut the bullshit and let's get into what everybody wants to talk about because it happened right after our episode last week. What happened right after? Paper beat rock. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shut the keep fuck my wife's up, name. Bro. Whose side are you guys on? Out your f- bro, Chris Rock, obviously. What? What? This is a bitch. Bro. What? Will Smith is a certified bitch. Bozo, He's a bitch bro. for defending his. Okay, hold on. He's okay, a okay, bitch. You know I'm, because... gonna let, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you and, finish. And then I, but, 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 but Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. But uh, you go because I want to hear the full opinion. Okay, okay. And because I'm not an interrupter. Okay. But uh, go for it. Okay. All right. So let's let's take it back. You're right? fucking wrong. <laughs> there you go. Let's take it back. Right. POV. I'm Will Smith. Legendary actor, legendary musician, mm. goat man of the culture. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Born and raised. Also what? Also a cut. Well, <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting to that. Right? right? And it's and it's what? 20, 2020? All that shit came to light? <laughs> You're 20? Yeah. So my wife, we, we, took, we took my friends, we took my son's friend oh. in to our care. Because he was dealing with some personal addiction. Oh, you're problems. going from, you're going from day one. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to paint the whole picture for yeah, context. Right? Talk, right? So we we take my son's friend under our wing to help him better himself, yeah. and my wife, in my own house under my own roof, yeah. fucks my mm-hmm. son's friend. Well, entangles him. <laughs> entangles. <laughs> it was an entanglement, <laughs> bro. Listen. Listen. If my wife, wife fucked my son's friend, fucked up. That is fucked up on so many levels, bro. That is fucked up on so many levels, right? So first things first, he didn't leave her. I would have kicked that bitch out. Of, out. Maybe he's done. Fucked. That's the whole thing. Man. Maybe he enjoys. <sighs> Did you see his reaction? Did you see his reaction when they started talking about it publicly? I don't. Those that man was ago. holding back tears, tears at the red table, bro. Two fucking years ago. That was that was. I would have turned that bitch to the red wedding. I was sad for Will Smith. Like I saw him just like talk about that publicly. I just watched the pride leave his body. The dignity fall. The dignity disappeared. Like I don't even have a joke for that one. Like That's Ron, how fast it was. Disappeared like Ron Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all your rants, Anthony? Side note: I'm just taking a deep breath, man. Okay, he's not done. All right. He's not finished. I'm not finished with you. 
listen. Let it all if open. you gotta keep it together for the kids, you gotta keep it together for the kids, bro. 100%. But you're Will fucking Smith. You could have you could fuck like 95% of the women on the planet. Bro, he, you, you know he's already getting Marvin along, be along, be along, be along, be along, be along. Yes, exactly. Right. So I don't know why he stayed with her. But you know, that's that's his business. Mm-hmm. But she love is love. emasculated him. Absolutely. And like made it seem like this was empowering this is this is a woman moment and we worked it out in the end but i i fucked another man and my husband was cool with it no dude that's not what marriage is what if he enjoyed it did it look like he enjoyed it you think if he enjoyed it he'd be out there slapping the fuck out of chris rock no i bet he enjoyed the views and the income from it and and, and the sponsor buddy (sighs) i would have pulled my sponsorship I would have pulled a gun on fucking. Oh my god! I'm not even gonna disagree. Okay, anyway, go for it. So now that we have the pretext to this, right? Mm. A joke that wasn't even about another man fucking his wife. A joke that was literally about her looking like GI Jane, which Will Smith's whole career started with him as a comedian making fun of how people looked. How many bald jokes does Will Smith make to Uncle Phil? Do you want the exact number? Because I wrote them all down. Oh, real? Yeah. I, well, I guess I, this, I, is I a per- this, is, this is a touchy subject yeah. for you, eh? <laughs> listen, uh, listen, man. Episode, season two, episode three. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Bro, like, that's just such a reach, bro. He laughed at the fucking joke. He laughed. Until he looked over and said. And then he saw his wife didn't like the joke. That bitch literally just said it in her in an interview like what a month ago that I'll she doesn't the, care. The camera didn't show his reaction. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, and she's literally on TV saying, like, oh, I don't care if people want to make jokes about me losing my yo. Like, she's on TV saying that she doesn't care that people are making fun about her condition that's causing her to lose her hair. Like, bro, you could rock a wig. There are other ways to get around this. So clearly you do fucking care because you got your cuck husband to go and slap Chris Rock in front of the entire fucking Hollywood elite. Oh my. And you say you don't care. Oh my. So either you care and you can fucking make a violent situation, talk about we're all peace and love around here, or you can not care, take the joke, or you could just fucking wear a hat, buy a wig. You could do something. Bro, it's not that fucking complex man ain't nobody need to get slapped over a joke that scares the fuck out of me i love to make jokes i make jokes at my own expense i make jokes at benny's expense i make jokes at dragon's expense that's what friends do chris rock and will smith i actually don't know if they're friends i feel like they're friends yeah 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 like like they've worked together come on there's got to be they gotta be homies, bro. They gotta be cool with each other at least. Yeah, like but to just if get up. A, if I see it at a Lakers game, <clears throat> like to just get up out of nowhere and just smack him, like, like, bro, at least punch him, like a smack, like that's such a like a like a bitch move, bro. He, he did it to that reporter like two years before, didn't he? Hey, hey, hey what's wrong with you, man? Yeah, he, he slapped him. I thought he slapped the gun out of a reporter's hand. I no. thought that's what it was because the reporter was, video... was hugging him, and then no, I guess he didn't let him kiss him on the lips. I just feel like, bro, listen, I don't think violence was the answer regardless, but to, like, bitch slap him like that, bro, like, he gave him, like, the pimp hand. 
The motherfucker like cocked it too. Yeah. And, like, wa- that's, and walked away. That's belittling. That's a belittling physical assault, bro. Like you should have just punched him. You should have just brawled right there, bro. If you want to get up and you're like, I'm defending my wife's honor, you are not defending your wife's honor by smacking him like your fucking big daddy came. <laughs> All right. You that's that's kind of soft, bro. That's kind of a soft move. Can, can we hear Anthony's side now? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I went really, really you long. Were very long. Do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear that? That's all good. <laughs> Teddy Long. Hey, what's up? What's happening, player? Uh, do you want to hear Anthony's side or Benny's side? Oh, God. I want to hear Benny's side. Okay. I want to hear Benny from the block. All right. Uh, to break off from uh, break off your back. Uh, to break off what you were saying, the whole Jada Pickett uh, entanglement shit, whore, fuck her. Should have left her. Punch. I would fight you. I honestly, like, how do you cheat on Will Smith, bro? To, to to cheat on him is one thing. That does not condone. That does not mean you should be able to hit her. The fact that she had the nerve to put it on television, and then like the world was better off then, not and, knowing. And then like give him attitude and like make it seem like it was his fault. Yeah. That, I, with all due respect, I wouldn't be mad if you punched the bitch. Uh, breaking off of that, I don't. I wouldn't give Will Smith an L for that one. I would give him. A, I would give him an L for staying with her. Uh, so Will Smith will take the L for that. And here's where we're about to get spicy. Um. So with 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 Will Smith. Okay, so I'll start here. If I'm on stage, and I make a joke about that pertains to you, let's say I make a joke about Asian people. And an Asian person in the crowd finds offense to that. They have two options. Sorry, three options. Okay. You can sit there and laugh. Uh-huh. You can sit there and not react. Or they can leave. Or, or they can leave. Uh-huh. Either way, it's your choice. It doesn't mean you don't have a sense of humor if you la- didn't laugh at the joke. It just means that you didn't find it funny. That's cool. If I say something about someone you love, and you don't find it funny, you can either laugh, not laugh, leave, or then a fourth a fourth option comes. You can retaliate. Do I think uh, Chris Rock should have been smacked on live television for that joke? No. I think he should have been smacked backstage. 100%, bro. If you're going to scrap over it, just don't do it in front of the camera. That makes I, everybody look bad. Because I'm not going to sit here and give Will Smith shit for smacking a dude for disrespecting his wife because whether because whether because you can take it as 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 two two ways right you can take how you were saying how it's just comedy it's just a joke if you didn't want people talking about your the ball show you can you you can wear a wig or whatever which is totally fair another way that i that you can see it where i'm seeing it is that you're making a joke and cracking a joke about my wife for laughs on live television you're not just making jokes about her for everybody in the room which was a couple hundred you're making a, 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 a joke for the millions of people that are able to watch this. So you're basically berating my wife on television. So that's where it's just like, if you want to smack the dude for that, totally, I, to, I, I think totally justified. What, what, whether he thought it was funny and he saw whatever, we're not going to pretend like that there's been times where our girlfriends got mad about something. We didn't think it was that bad, but we had to go talk to the fucking waiter about it. Hey, bro, not a big deal, but you, my girlfriend asked for medium well. 
and you gave her well done see me outside <laughs> right <laughs> tell the chef to meet me in the parking lot yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. i'm gonna cook him but uh but you know type shit i don't think he was wrong for slapping him uh it didn't have to be on live television like i said it could have been backstage it could have been after the multiple after parties that happened uh amongst the hollywood elite but uh i don't think it should be on live television uh i do respect the fact that he did something that not a lot of men do in hollywood and that's defend their wives so i think i think it was justified it was it shouldn't have been on been on camera uh i think it was justified to end that thought um him going up and crying and taught the whole world peace bullshit not needed you you, you can't smack a dude in front of everyone so cool and be like yo my bad Nah, bro. Just, just hold it down. Just hold it down. Um, uh, one thing I will say though, to end off my thought, because I'm, you know, I'm sound like an egotistical bitch right now, is uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey had some, had some, had some. I don't know if you guys saw. He had some comments about it, saying that he was disgusted. It was embarrassing. Uh, it, it made him sick watching it. Uh, this is the same guy who played the mask. So it's just like you know, like who 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 are you to who are you to talk about you know embarrass yourself on on television? Like Jim Carrey, I love you. Yeah, Jim Carrey got paid how many millions to do that movie? (sighs) More than me, Jim Carrey. And Will Smith got paid how many millions to slap Chris Rock? That let him finish. On my (laughs) my bad. I'm just kidding. Just don't let it happen. Um, I'm just I love you. Uh, no, but no. All seriousness, I'm just joking about the Jim Carrey thing. But uh, yeah, no. I think I think it was justified. Uh, I also think it was fake. But that I I think everything's fake. So, but if, if we were to assume it's re- let's say it's real, I think it was justified. Just I would have done it outside. Here's the thing, man. But Jada Pinkett, it, 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 I don't think Will's at fault or Chris Rock. Jada Pinkett's at fault here. I think that yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, we can all agree yeah, on that. A million percent. But here's my thing, right? Is I don't think you should smack people because you don't like a joke. I think if you work, so? I think if you work in comedy, which Will Smith is an actor slash comedian, mm-hmm. you take it. He does comedy movies. If you can dish it, you got to be able to take it. But who does Will Smith make jokes about, though? Bro, uh, you're telling me Will Smith has never disrespected somebody in his entire life? Oh, of motherfucker he has. has joked at somebody else's expense. Of course that he is has. comedy, bro. That's fucking comedy. It just really, really fucking bugs me that the first reaction you get, regardless of whether the joke was aimed at Will Smith, regardless of whether the joke was aimed at Jada, regardless of whether the joke was aimed at the Pope, you shouldn't fucking smack somebody because you don't like a joke, dude. That's not. Like, are we going to have to start hiring extra security at every comedy show? Like, Dave Chappelle is going to have to have the National Guard yeah. standing around his stage. Merryweather security. If motherfuckers <laughs> are going to have to start, if fucking people are going to start smacking him for fucking jokes, dude. Like, it's it's not that deep. Like, Chris Rock didn't say that shit. And he's like, yeah, I showed that bitch Jada what's up. Yeah, I made her look like a fucking idiot. He made a fucking joke, oh, dude. Oh, Chris Rock's career is over. He's done. Are you it's, fucked, it's dude? Done. Have you it's seen done. what his ticket prices have gone up? Ticket prices have jumped like I don't, fucking I don't give, 300%. Yeah, yeah, his ticket price is going to be up for the next year until he until he does the 40,000 jokes about it. And then once people he are done... He didn't make any jokes about it in his first show. Huh? He didn't make any jokes about it in his first show. His first show after it? Yeah. That's cap. 
Were you there? Reddit did says. you see? Did you see Diddy get involved, bro? He made yeah, that shit all love, bro. Being the that, that shit is water under the bridge already yeah, between them. Good. They're good. Now. He's not gonna joke about it. Anyways. It's too cheap. It's too easy. Okay. Low hanging fruit. Why not? So. Yep. Um. Okay. Well, I I think that even though I agree that it shouldn't be that way. I mean, like, okay, if I'm a comedian and I'm I'm saying like it's just it, it, it's just it's just jokes. If if I'm asking like oh. Like, you know, come here and listen to what I have to say. I would be egotistical to say you have to accept what I'm saying and you can't react to what I'm saying. You have to sit there and take it whether you think it's offensive or not. I think I think that there's been a lot of shit that Dave Chappelle got in trouble for that was funny. The people just didn't fucking think it was funny and you overreacted. There's also comedians in the world that aren't funny and say rude shit just to say rude shit. Amy Schumer. <laughs> there's people... That- <laughs> There's people there's people that have sense of humors and there's people that don't have sense of humors. Moral of the story is there's two sides of the coin. There's comedians that make jokes just 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 to have laughter and just to bring joy to people's lives. There's also comedians who have secret agendas to get out their actual beliefs in the form of jokes just so so it doesn't seem like they're a cuck and you know they can't say it in a serious tone, so they use it in the form of comedy to get their point across through laughter. When they actually mean, mean, mean what, that, what I have to say. The reason I say all this is that if I'm making a joke, you if, if I have every right to stand up here on the stage and you guys pay money to listen to me hear, uh, uh, tell you guys jokes and whatever the fuck, whether you think it's offensive or not, as an as audience member, I think you have every right to react the way you want to react. Does that, does that mean it's justified that you come up on stage and smack me? No. But if I feel offended, I know people from different areas in this city and family members that even making jokes about their shoes did smack the shit out of you. And that's just how they are. Some people are able to laugh at themselves and some people aren't. Is it a negative to not be able to laugh at yourself? I think it is because it holds you back and you're going to have a rough life and you're going to get into a lot of fights and you're going to grow up to be a defensive person. Your kids are going to grow up to be defensive if you're just like that. However, that doesn't make you a bad person for wanting to hit somebody if you said a joke about you that you don't like. Because it's up to the person to decipher whether it's a joke or they're trying to embarrass me. And I, I'll be fucking damned if you're going to embarrass me on camera for a, a bunch of laughs. If I think it's funny, that's different. If you make a ball joke, oh, oh, Benny's here. <laughs> Let me spit it on your head. I'll laugh for that. Oh, Benny's here. Uh, and like, like, let's say I've never been cheated on, but let's say I had a fucking girl cheat on me. Oh, Betty's here. Oh, so make sure his girl's on watch. Da, da, da. I'm going up there. I'm smacking him because that's 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 personal shit. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but I still fundamentally disagree with what you're saying. I think you're embarrassing yourself if you hear something you don't like and your first reaction is a smack a dude. Like you are showing that you have no composure, you have no willpower, and you're basically a fucking caveman. Like, listen, man, is there things that somebody could say to me that would make me want to smack them? Yeah, but those are words that are trying to make me smack somebody. I'm never, ever going to smack somebody over a joke, even if it's in the worst taste. Even if it was, like, the most heartless, gutless, like, somebody just missed the mark completely and just said something completely fucked up. Unless the intention was you were trying to piss me off so I'd fucking hit you, I'm not going to hit somebody over a joke, dude. It's just a fucking word. Okay, so what if they were trying to piss you off, Dage? 
yeah, if you come up to me and you said like, hey, you fat Jewish fuck with your fucked up fingers, your dead mom, yeah, I'd probably fucking oh square my, your jaw. That's what I'm saying. But that's not a joke. That's trying to start a fight. But, but, but you understand how easy a comedian would... would, would, would but that's no, not, no, 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 but, but that's the difference. You're a comedian. What you are saying is supposed to be funny. Chris Rock's joke was funny. I don't think Chris Rock was up on stage. Like, like I just said, he's up there and he's like, I'm going to make Jada so fucking mad that she's going to send Will up here to bitch slap me. He was just trying to poke at somebody like all great award show hosts do. Yeah. Like Drake did when he hosted the fucking ESPYs. Like yeah. Ricky Gervais does every time he does any award Times show. 10. Poke. Don't take yourself so seriously. You're in a room with people whose net worth is higher than most of the people on the planet combined. Mm-hmm. Bro. It's just worse. We've been in this for 25 minutes, by the way. We do have a guest waiting. Can we have a fucking debate once on this fucking show? Yeah, man. Fuck you, Jay. Holy fuck. I'm smack Jackie. Look, 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 look. name out of your fucking mouth. Like, it's just not that deep, bro. At the end of the day, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Or, if you want to take it a different way, Sticks and stones may break my bones. Check out beef jerk me. That was way <laughs> off, bro. Yeah. Jerky me off. Jerky me off. <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about? I'm talking about my brand. Beef jerky. So it's where you go to seven. If you order two bags of combos, uh, you, you come out and I just whack you with my cack. Whack <laughs> <laughs> you with my cack. <laughs> All right. So fucking you want to drag his fucking hurry us? Yeah, yeah. You want to get our guest in here? Like oh, okay. Well, he didn't. I like just sent it. Like I literally. Oh, okay, okay. My bad, my bad. Do you know the Oscars was uh was sponsored by Pfizer? <laughs> no, did Pfizer. You know, did you also know they're they're releasing a drug for alopecia? Stop. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. April Fools. April Fools. It wasn't April Fools, but okay. Really, you're yeah. dead serious. I'm dead serious. Oh my god, is that what she has? Can I just say yeah. Pfizer is like one of the scariest companies on the planet? I like listen. I'm all for making your money. Like I. I'm one of those weird people who would dare say I I kind of like capitalism yeah, in a ju- sense. You're Jewish, you're I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, I like but like, as long as it's something that you don't require to live, bro. Like raising the price of insulin, that's fucked that up, bro. Fucked up. You know, like Jeff Bezos, nobody's gonna die without Amazon. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nobody's gonna die without Amazon. Would it be inconvenient? Yeah, but you're not gonna fucking die because you a- can't prime ship a dildo to your house in 36 hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Said who? So that's why I think Jeff Bezos, right you know, gets your bag. But like fucking these pharma companies. Anyway, man, I don't. We don't need to get it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Special pop? guest in the building. Special guest in the building. There we go. We got we got Polly Free in the motherfucking building. What's up, man? Not much, man. Just chilling. Just chilling, chilling. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, the voice you're hearing right now is Benny. The next voice you're going to hear is Jacob. Yes, sir. That is I. And the third voice you're about to hear is Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Say a sentence, you fucking sloth. Uh. Okay, All right, yeah. Yeah, he's he's actually learning English right now. No, that's all good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, understandable, understandable. So, this is a very uh, exciting uh, moment for me. I don't know about you guys, because this is the first uh, music artist we've had on the show. Oh, uh, we, we've had... Uh, we, we've had sorry, someone who has music released, okay. and, okay, and that's more yeah, 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 yeah. and isn't just fucking singing on TikTok 
and fucking <laughs> doing, doing shit on the side. Uh, so, you know, we've had a, we've had a couple football football people. We've had a couple fucking you know entrepreneurs. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, we haven't had uh, artists on the show to you know. So I I I can dive in and you know have have a great time. So thank you for joining us. No, no worries, man. That's all good. I'm glad um, I got to be your first uh, music artist, though. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, I was the first because you know I'm, I'm the host. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, for for the listeners and viewers who are, who live under a rock, shout out to Patrick Star. Uh, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, it's Polly Free. I come from Edmonton, Alberta. I kind of started doing music out in Winnipeg, probably about Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, probably about I don't know five years ago. Um, we was working with a producer out there named Hoop Loop with Trank Hill Productions. We had a like professionally built studio, probably about hundred worth, hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment in there. Like I started when I was sixteen in my basement recording myself in like a crappy uh, cardboard box with like that shitty insulation foam. Yeah just to like learn how to do it. But I kind of just jumped from that straight into like a professional studio setting and it was wild. And uh, that's where I started doing it. And they really put me on and kind of got a couple projects with Ronald Hooper. He goes by Hoopa Loop. Um, he was my producer and my engineer, my sound engineer for the longest time. Then I moved back out to Edmonton after uh, I was working on some stuff with a homie of mine, Paragon, he passed away and we were working on music out there together so after he passed i came back uh here and started doing music again and really just started taking off again in like the last six months started getting booked for shows doing battles a lot um the music videos and everything like that uh came cheaper all the features started to come cheaper i got a grant for my music this year so yeah everything just started going wild in the last six months here Word, word. Well, I know with everything uh, opening up, it's been kind of like uh, a shining golden moment for artists to start to put other stuff. And like after, like I guess the two years, and without like with not knowing if I were like if I were to set up a show, will it get canceled? Type of shit. It's been a long time where artists have been able to like stay inside and write. Like I know, I know. Right for up, the- like we were because I do battles. We had to sneak around during the pandemic. Honestly, sneak around. You do battles too. Yeah, dude, I do battle rap. So I, I, I work with Smoked Out Battle League. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, what, so. What do you, what do you do on uh, April 23rd? I got a battle on the 20th. Fuck. Okay. What do you, what do, you do in uh, end of May? I got a battle of May at Verbal Medicine. And then we got a battle of June in Edmonton. I'm helping with that one. They're fucking planned out for like fucking four months. Okay, what at, are you guys at, doing at some point, well, I'll get the, your contact information. Uh, we, we'd love to have you uh, make an appearance on Winnipeg Battle League. Yeah, bro, I got homies out there. Like, Tech Pro is my tech, good friend. Yeah, Tech, tech like, Tech's a homie of mine, too. Yeah, I was going to bring him up uh, in a bit, yeah. Good homie. And then Pac-Man, I knew back in the day. He's not really my homie anymore, but we used to hang out. <laughs> yeah, fast. Uh, I got a two-on-two with uh, Pac-Man versus a couple of guys from Ontario. Uh, he's a funny dude uh, and everything. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Absolutely. Good uh, youth. Um, so, yeah, what... So my question is, knowing knowing you kind of went from uh, Winnipeg to Edmonton, what what would you say like the the biggest difference is for the music scene between the two? Oh man, everybody out here like I don't know what my, my experience out there wasn't the same as like a lot of people's experiences out there. Like, um, Charlie Fetta did not like me. I don't know why. <laughs> he was putting on C.J. the Gray at the time, 
And that, that was my first like ever battle with CJ the Grey and I beat him. It was very, very close and people were undecided on that. So they booked my second battle against CJ the Grey again. And then I really beat him and Arrow C was you rapid. Him twice? Yeah, dude, that was my second battle. I had to battle oh. him right afterward. And uh, yeah, I beat him again and Arrow C, which was like one of his favorite rappers in Winnipeg at the time, with, helped me with some of my stuff. Like he jumped dur- in during my verse and like was dissing him with me. Oof. And it, yeah, they vaulted that. Oh, that, that's fucking stupid. That was back when it was, um, what the hell was that league? Rip the script battles. Yeah. That got vaulted. Yeah, that, they're just, I don't know. In Edmonton, man, people just seem like they're a lot nicer. Like, I know certain people that don't like me here, but if I see them at a show, they're not going to be like, yo, fuck that guy. Like, literally, I was at a show with Prada West the one time. Yeah. And me and Prada are outside smoking, and Charlie Fetter came up and was trying to have problems with me for no reason. And Prada West told him to fuck off. Yeah. And then it just made it worse. But it was like, I don't know, man. Winnipeg's cool. I like everybody out there. I have a lot of respect for the MCs there. Um, it's a different scene entirely, though. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I've only been going uh, uh, at, at least battling. I've only been doing it for close to a year now. And, uh, like, I've been a fan of it and watching it for a while. And I just kind of entered it just because I didn't know really anybody in the scene until Pac-Man kind of put me on. But uh, but yeah, one thing I noticed about the scene is that I've never I haven't battled on uh, Smoked Out yet, but I've talked to a few guys who've battled there, and I know that there's some uh, petty beefs going around with like other guys trying to start leagues and Smoked Out just doing their thing and all that. I re- kind of noticing that it's a really petty game, and the 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 phrase the phrase "bro, it's just a battle, it's all in good fun" doesn't really exist here. Uh, there yeah, seems to be yeah. like a lot of like beefs that linger before and after battles. That's kind of like weird to me. Like, if I come I would up, agree with you on that, Benny, hundred percent. Like that's how I felt out there too. Like, I met literally after battling CJ the Gray the first time, he pretty much had to tell people not to like beat me up. Yeah, and it was like, yo, I just beat this man fair and square, and it wasn't. It was like a very split decision type thing. And now this man that I just beat is telling people not to beat me up. It's like that's stupid. This is just stupid. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's it's it, it's just I, I don't know. It's just dumb shit to me because it's just like, like depending on what artist you are, like even if you're like if you, like like let's say you rely on like word, wordplay and lyricism against someone who like uses like gun bars and yeah. violent bars and stuff like that. Even if the person in the gun bar violent bars like you don't have to beat the guy up after the show to to prove that your material is real or, or, or whatever the fuck, like no matter, no matter what, like, I feel like there's no real corny. Well, okay. Sorry. There is corny shit in battles, but like, there's no real, like whatever style you have, like it's all material in, in a way you're not like, I wouldn't say you're trying to fit, like make, have like play a character, but it's a performance. Like, like if I say in a battle, I'm going to fucking punch you and your grandma out. I'm not actually planning to punch you and your grandma out. Well, no, and if anyone it's just part of the performance. Like, if anyone thinks you're actually going to be going around punching grandmas just because you said it in a battle, they clearly don't understand what, like, battle rap is. Yeah. It's literally just, like, a contest. To me, it's like a – man, I was into sports, so it's a sport to me. Like, I yes. played sports my whole life. So, to me, it's like, this is how I get to play sports as an adult because I'm lazy as shit, and I like <laughs> drinking and smoking a lot of weed, and I can't Facts. run very fast, you know? Yeah. I relate to so that so this is This is my sport now. Yeah. I can't do all the athletic shit, so I'm going to spit some bars. Don't take exactly. it Exactly. <laughs> yeah fuck no i totally i totally agree and i i feel like 
I feel like when dudes like take the shit personal, it just makes you look bad. And or when you try to start fights after battles, just like and, and like if the guys like pushing on me during the battle, like I would stop it there and you know and, and whatever handle my shit. But like if you're the guy where it's just like you're not gonna do anything, don't act like a hard ass after. Like if, like my last my last uh, film battle was in February and like. The guy, the guy got too close to me, but he, I don't think he realized he got too close to me. And our hats kept fucking bumping into each other, and it just got me irritated. Yeah. And I literally stopped in my round. And I was just like, "Yo, just enough, man!" Like, and I wasn't an asshole about it or anything. But then he like got super mad, and it was just awkward. I don't know. It's gonna be the weirdest looking thing on film. Cause I was like, "Yo, just chill out," and he's like, "Don't call me a bitch." And I was like, "This is <laughs> battle rap. What?" Yeah. Like I'm like, speaking I'm, I'm bars to call you right a bitch, now, bro. Like every sentence. Yeah, like it it was the weirdest thing in my I don't even know. Yeah, and, and, and that's another thing too, where like people have like big problems with their opponents talking during my, my, like their rounds. Like like I, I know like a lot of people who like before they got into like feud battles and leagues, like we all started battling in, in like rap circles in school and on the street. That's straight like, up, yeah. Like like and the, the and I and in there, but no one's recording it. Like the guy's just not gonna sit there quiet while you rap. Like, like, if I'm rapping and a guy's just, like, fucking, like, trying to, like, guess guess what bar I'm using or saying, like, oh, that's a reach, that's a reach, and, like, talking over me, that's different. But if, if a guy's just, like, talking to his homies behind him or mumbling something or, like, comments, whatever, if he wants to say, like, reach, like, under his breath, I don't give a fuck. Like, because if I, if I, if, if I get thrown off or if, if I have to, like, stop, if you're – just because you're whispering, that shows weakness of my ability. Well, yeah, to, no, that's, to, that's, to that's a weakness because – like as much as man it's hard for when i try to explain like battle rap to track rappers like and try to get new people into the scene that aren't really um familiar with it and like weren't weren't growing up on kotd or watching url nowadays or anything like that right um i have to always explain to them like it's a sport to me you can't take anything too personally like you gotta let it all go at the end of the day um that's why you have a record in battle rap like one and one zero and two all that shit you know yeah um and it's like you have to be an actor a comedian and a poet all in the same time mm-hmm. and be smart as fuck well, and like if, if you don't understand all of that shit then like yeah, don't get into battle rap, I guess. I don't know. Fuck, but there's a lot of people that I know that do music that could really do well in battle rap. Like, for example, Junk is, like, one of my favorite rappers from Canada, and he was crazy when he used to battle. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too familiar. I'm going to be real. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a fake Winnipeg because I don't really know that many uh, Winnipeg artists. But, oh, Junk uh, ain't from Winnipeg. He's from BC, bro. He, him and okay. uh, Young Stitch had album of the year last year. Oh, shit. Yeah, Lions Eat, Eat Goats. It's a good album. You should check it out. Um, with, uh, with, uh, like, another thing about, like, battle, like, battling too, and, like, trying to get, because, like, with, because I'm with, uh, Winnipeg Battle League right now. Yeah, yeah. With, with, uh, Script Tech Pack I've seen that. a couple of your battles, bro. Oh, he's, look, he's looking you up, oh. I, I appreciate the views, bro. Appreciate the views. Oh, uh, man, like, I can't, who hit me up? This dude, I don't even really know him. Ty Zapdos, he hit me up on Facebook. Ty Snows, yeah. Yeah, he was like, yo, check out Benny, and, like, and then, uh, Tech Pro also told me to check you out, so I checked you out. Respect. Honestly, the, the dude that runs Smoked Out also was talking about like how WBL is always like, yo, Benny's our shit. He's the best. He's the best up and comer. And I was like, oh my God. Hey, <laughs> yo. I gotta, I gotta check hey. out Benny, man. Hey, 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 hey. They're not wrong. 
but respect, <laughs> respect. Okay, honest opinion, because I feel like as an artist and yeah, uh, I've, and uh, artist and music about it, whatever, you have to be able to take criticism, and people who don't, can't take criticism are, are fuckboys. Uh, honest opinion, like if you checked it out, uh, what do you think? I like oh, your bro, I, like you're dope. I don't know how to angle properly, and you kind of also still need to learn how to angle properly, but you're also yeah. dope as fuck with everything else. Yeah. And like we probably have about the exact same amount of battles. Angles are the hardest thing, man. Like keeping an angle throughout an entire round—that's like yeah. tough tier shit, you know? Yeah, like trying like to keep even it homies speed. like Tech Pro, fucking, he's my good homie, but he doesn't know how to angle for a whole round either. Yeah, like dudes that have mad battles, some of them don't know how to angle for whole rounds. Yeah, that like 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 and, and like that. I I told it first. First of all, I totally agree. Uh, I think I think that the the thing the thing is that like. It's very easy. Like, I find it easy to write a, a punch. Like, I'll never, like, I find it easy to f- write a punch or write a bar. It's just, like, pieces stuff together that, like, all correlates with each other in the span of, like, a two-minute, 30, a three-minute round is, diff- is I would find, difficult for everyone just, be, just to be, like, hey, I have to think of three minutes of, like, shit that's going to get a reaction at least every 10 to 15 seconds. And it all has to correlate with each other. It all has to make sense. And it can't, you can't really branch off and fucking like, you know, like you can't make a bar about someone's like, like drug history and then make a bar about like fucking, like fucking a bitch, like, you know, like 10 seconds later. So I feel like, I feel like I totally agree with the angle thing. Like I, I, I'm more, yeah, yeah, I have that exact same issue, bro. Like I can't, I have problems like keeping it. Like if I want to talk about like someone's drug addiction, I got to do that for the whole round. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you can't really make it like crazy shit. Like, I don't know. Have you did you see that Mike P versus Danny Myers where he was talking to him about his wife? Uh, yeah, I only saw the third round, but I heard people say that he was doing it pretty much the whole battle. Dude, he was talking about his drug addicted wife or whatever. That's that was that was crazy. Like it was nasty because he was angling insane. Like it's, and that's that stuff that like separates like top tier from like us trying to become there. Yes, I know. Yeah, uh, that's facts. I the, the only thing with that though is that against Danny, that's hard because. Danny will just take whatever you said about him, like, and just rebuttal it, but but also make fun of himself at the same time. So it's like there's nothing that you can say about Danny that he won't say about himself. That's that's the only yeah, thing. And that's, that's a that's a really big power in battle yes. rap. I, I like to pride myself on the fact that like, yeah, I'll get mad at certain things that people say, but I'm not actually ever really mad at it. I've actually like the worst battle I have is me versus Mac the Mad Hatter, and if you watch it, man. I got high on mushrooms before I showed up to that battle. Oof. And this dude, wise guy, that's a KOTD veteran. Yeah. Yep. That hundreds of thousands of views kept me up all night the night before, high on acid, rapping, uh, like battle rapping to me. And he wasn't even battling that weekend. And then two days after the event, he ended up in the mental hospital because he wouldn't stop battle rapping and he ended up battle rapping the cops. <laughs> like dead ass. They show up to his house because <laughs> he wouldn't stop and his parents are getting tired of it or whatever. And the cops show up and he's like talking to him like, yo, fuck you, pig. I don't care how you live. You can suck my dick. Like he was just going <laughs> just off. Just spitting bars on him. Yeah, man. And he got put in there and he's good now. But like, holy fuck. That's hard as fuck, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's like oh, battle rap fuck. down to the blood, bro. Yeah. Like be in the back of the cruiser and be like, I said, yo. <laughs> he was like, he just, he went off, man. He took too much acid that weekend. Oh, well, yeah, no shit. If he's just, he's just stuck in a battle rap trance. Dude, he just kept taking tabs and battle rapping, and like it was fucking. It was. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was like a battle rap zombie. 
what what <laughs> what would uh what would what would you kind of like uh describe your style as in battle rap at least oh man people just say i'm fucked like i'm, I'm fucking crazy Word. i don't give a shit i'll say anything what did i say this dude in the, i said i told this guy in the last battle i would like i do something like chris benoit murder both of his wife and kids yes i'm a prick showed up with all types of shivs she's greater this weak hater that's a knife through ribs like i just say stupid shit like that bro Facts. I honestly just talk about like killing and like putting their bodies in weird places, but no, yeah, this next I, t- I, t- I talk a lot about killing my opponents too. It's just, it's yeah. just fun. It's just fun. You know, Boy. I like that horrorcore shit when I'm battling, when I'm making music, I never do it. So it's might as well when I'm battling, but no, yeah. my next battle I'm doing is against a homie. And like, this is probably going to be my best one. Cause I actually have like personal sh- shit to say about him. Cause he's like, he's a good bro, but like, but I don't know, I got some sometimes crazy bro's got to fight. Well, no, I'm just, I want to talk to his soul, you know? Yep. When you got to talk to your bro, you got to talk to your bro. And if they want to put us in a ring so we can do that, that's fine. We don't see each other often enough. Yeah. And 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 that's one thing, too. I think I've had, because I battled uh, my debut three rounds, and I battled script, and then I battled tech at, like, a one-rounder at, like, a event. It wasn't, it wasn't posted on, anything, on YouTube or anything. But, like, I haven't battled anybody that I genuinely dislike. And that's what I'm kind of waiting for, because, like, my thing is, like, against the homie, like, yeah, I can kind of, like, there's shit I want to address, but, like, I have, like, a hidden thing of, like, fuck, I don't want to, like, like, Yo, you know, like, name names, who you trying to battle, who you trying to battle, you don't like, what's going on? Yeah, fucking shout him out. Who, who, who don't I, well, okay, well, I'm, okay, I'm going to say a name, but, like, it doesn't really count, because every, nobody Tyrese likes Brenya. <laughs> uh, MC Rush, I don't want to battle him, like, I don't want to battle him, just because it's, like, I don't know, like, I don't have any attention to rap with him. It's just kind of like, he, he just deserves a smack. You're, but, ooh, like <laughs> Will Smith? Yeah, but <laughs> keep the, my league's name out your, your fucking, fucking mouth. mouth. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah, rut, rut, I don't know, like, there's nobody really I dislike, like, that I know in, uh, in the Winnipeg scene. Um, I would just say Rush I dislike, and I don't really want to battle him just because, like, he would only battle and smoked out. And I know if I go there and battle, like, if I know I go there and battle and I do have attentions to battle for, for, for smoked out because, you know, I'm obviously that's the only thing people, like, watch. And, like, if you're from Winnipeg and grew up watching battle and you grew up watching smoked out. Not grew up, but, like, you know. You, you, you know you smoked know. out or you should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely plan on battling there. And, like, I'm not saying this would be for any battle there and uh, there's no shade to smoke out or anything. I think they do great stuff. I know if I were to battle Rush, though, he would just invite a bunch of his homies to fucking chill in the crowd and just fucking pull some bias shit. So I have no intention of battling him unless it's on mutual ground. Uh, and it's just like, I don't, I, I don't have any bars for you. I just kind of want to slap you in the mouth. Yeah, no. You just have to talk about how you want to punch him in his face the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. But the, but the same, oh, I, want, I want to say how I want to face mush him, but that's, that's, that already happened. So. MC face mush, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's, um, that's that's the nickname, bro. That's like his permanent nickname. Yeah, it, it's gonna stick. Uh, yeah. what what type of styles are uh, like kind of like turn you off when it comes to battles? Like when you when you see like this oh man, like like this. Who the fuck? I hate Iron Solomon. Thank you, bro. Like with a hard, I just don't like him. And like, I don't know. There's certain people that I think are just so overrated. Like. A lot of URL rappers, the people are like, damn, that's crazy. I'm like, that was three rounds of gun bars, and half of them didn't even fucking make sense. How are yeah. you going to shoot a slug out of a nine millimeter? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> Yeah, no about? shit, no shit. 
Bro, how are, you, how are you pulling an AR out of a holster? How does that even make sense? Man, some of them, like, uh, I don't know. I like, like, there's some of those dudes can do it, though. Like, Big K knows how to do it. Yeah. But then you got people like, what the hell is that dude? T-Top? I don't like T-Top. I can't show y'all words. Gotti, I fucking Let hate me... Gotti. You don't like Gotti? No, I don't, man. Really? No, I really don't. I just don't like Gichi Gotti because it's the same thing over and over again. I had, I had a friend who sold crack till he was five, and now he's in prison. Yeah, like... <laughs> Fucking, uh, he saw the court date first time on the page with his glasses on. That's precision, you know? I'm not saying <laughs> I don't like his bars. I'm just saying it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to, like, mix it up a bit. One of my favorite battlers from Smoked Out isn't a Smoked Out battler. It's a KO, it's freaking a KOTD battler. It's copacetic. Okay. That man would sh- that man showed up in like professional makeup, dressed as an old man one time, like with the fucking white hair and the cane and everything, and wrapped yeah. as an old man for three rounds. And like, he's done some wild shit. And, like some of my favorite rappers, they just like Sh- I don't know why I like Sharon so much. He just got that autistic fire. <laughs> okay. When you can rebuttal like that, man, like yeah, I do respect. Like, I think I think Sharon's uh, personally, I think he's corny, but he can rebuttal. His rebuttal like a game's crazy. Yeah, like that's why I like A Ward too, because A Ward, but A Ward's dope on both levels. A Ward can write, and his rebuttal game's crazy as fuck. Yeah. And I like dudes like Loso and fucking. Um, I really like fucking Paul Rich and. Yeah, man, I just like guys that say stupid shit. Actually. Um, for, for, for me, and I'd love to get your take on it too. I don't, I'm not really that fond of, okay. Like I've, I do comedy in my battles naturally. So I, I don't want to say like comedic battle rappers is, is, is what I'm trying to say. I don't like, but like, if you, if all three of your rounds is just comedy, be a standard comedian. Don't battle rap. No, straight up. You got to be if, able to mix that shit up. Yeah. If, if you're going to. Like and not to say like you have to talk about being being your up your opponent to be a good battle rapper, but like if you're gonna tell jokes the whole time, just go be a stand up comedian. That that's not what rap is. Rap isn't for comedy. Rap also isn't about violence. It's just music. So you kind of just you kind of stay in like disaster of the goats though because they're both violent as fuck, but they're funny as shit. But they can also make they can either make the crowd ooh and ah from like horror, or they can make the crowd fucking shit their pants. Exactly, and that's what I feel like you you have to have the best of both worlds, but and that's why I don't really like like gimmick. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Roan, Rome. Well, I don't like Roan. Yeah, like, like, and and like, I'm, not a, thing, fan, like, I'm time, not a fan of Roan, man. Like, every time he battles, and like, shout his out to big him, T battle was fire. That's it. I, I love his big T battle. That's you know who my favorite battle rapper of all time is though, and he only has like a few battles. Is Fresco. Fresco, I think I've watched a little bit of him. Bro, Fresco versus Thesaurus is maybe one of the best battles of all time. Fresco put on a clinic and made Thesaurus a fucking bitch. My favorite, I would, I would say, I don't think he's the, I don't think he's the, even though he calls himself the GOAT all the time, I don't think he's the GOAT, but he's just my personal favorite. Danny Myers is my personal favorite. Danny Myers is fire. Just because his, his bars are nuts. Parallel universe, like, gimmick scheme, I think is very clever, and it's just, it's just easy to use. And... His, I think he has the best energy of all time, and that's that's the thing too. Like you gotta have everything. Like you can have those fire bars and punchlines, but if if you just like stand there with with like, your hands moving and you're just still, you're, you're taking away half of the power of what you're saying. 
because no, no one that's totally it. fair, man. No, you have no to one's, yeah. You have to be able to move. You have to be able to do the hand gestures, everything like that. That's some of like that's why like I get why people enjoy watching the URL rappers who only talk with gum bars and stuff like that sometimes because it's man, fun to watch. Some of the two v twos are crazy, man. The way that they have everything like orchestrated, so it's almost like a dance with battle rap. You know what yeah. I mean? Though, like it's it's like holy crap. Y'all must have practiced this for weeks. Yeah, yeah. In your room is practicing fucking dropping dropping change on the stage, pretending it's fucking uh, bullets. It's fucking no, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's uh it's fun to watch. But at the same time, you can't be all performance and have fun. you can't be saying cat in the hat, bat, shat, fat cat, and then fucking like be doing all these fucking moves and shit. Because it's just you gotta have everything. Like I feel like you you if you're gonna joke, you gotta add you gotta mix it up with something else. If you're gonna be a performer, you gotta mix it up with with actual lyricism that's why battle rap it's very intricate and i like i i see it as like there's a lot of ways where people just see it as like ah, fuck what am i trying to say here like some some artists just because of who they are they either get like they really have to work to get a reaction or they have to work extra hard because people aren't going to give them the benefit of the doubt and there's other people who like anything they say it is just fire shit and that's why one thing I, i think you might I get that you might have a problem with Geechee is that like now whatever this guy says it gets a reaction. That's what I mean. So yeah. that that's fair. Like just because he has like he raps about that, like you know, like like gang gang style, uh like he just has a gangster style. And the reason people react to it so much is because he kind of has like their credentials before battle rap to do such. So I feel like that's that that's where be like, okay, like I can believe that now, that's why I react so much. But like you know, like not everything. I think I think God is personally. I think he's fire, and he's had a lot of fire moments. I don't think that everything he says is graced by God, but you know, when, I feel when, like Gucci Gotti is like the battle rap equivalent to like fucking Lil Boozy. I love Lil Boozy. He's all right. I don't listen to his music that much anymore though because he fell off. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Gucci. Hundred percent. Like, I yeah. used to like him. He's dope. I used to watch his battles a lot, but then it just kind of started feeling like the same thing over and over, and everybody yelling every fucking bar. Like it's just like, yo, like <laughs> it, it's out, not man. every fucking bar. It's, it's not like, every it's fucking bar. It's like bar. every every third or fourth bar. Exactly, but people won't even let these men rap because like they're just screaming so loud at some of these battle events. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, that's I got two words off and everyone's screaming. Yeah, that, that's why I also like prefer small room settings more now just because like at the end of the day i'm not i'm not trying to watch a battle to hear the crowd ooh and ah and i also don't want a crowd's reaction kind of changing my opinion if it's just like if i think the bar like if i think i don't want people like here in a bar in like in a watch in a small room where like there's no not no crowd and saying like ah that was whack but then the but if you switch it and put that battle in front of a crowd and everyone reacts to it and thinks it's fire. And then the viewers are like, oh, that shit was fire. No, you only thought it was fire because you heard everyone else say, fuck, go fuck, oh. That's why I like I like the small room because it's just like only you when there's no crowd. Like, that's why it's like, you, now it's, it's only you are able to decide what you think is fire. You I have think to the small room battles, yourself. you really got to be talking to that man, though. Like, you got to be addressing shit there. Is going yeah. on in his life and like his in his personality that you find there are defects and stuff like that because comedy does not hit in a small room most of the time like unless you yeah, got that no. one what the heck is that dude's name I can't remember that one fucking KOTD judge 
guy with the sunglasses. Every time he's at a battle, he's laughing at everything, and it's like not even funny. Not, 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 not lush. You talking about? Are yeah, you? lush, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Lush to me is kind of a he's a cornball. Yeah, he's a cornball. Like his fucking hand wave thing when he hears. Bro, a ball, I've heard like, from people that have met him that he's a cornball, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, like respect to him, he's fucking KOG. Respect to him for so everything that he does, but like, I don't know, man. He just he's a corny dude. What are you, what are you, what are you gonna say? He's a corny fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, but shout to hey man, he's always all he's doing is hyping up his friends. Shout out to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I kind of want to branch into uh, uh, mu- music. Yeah, for sure, man. What uh, who who and what kind of inspired you to start doing music, and at what age? Um. Typical white boy shit, Eminem. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, nah, that's shit. not that's that's not even that much of a reach. Um, <clears throat> like my mom probably bought me my first uh, rap CD or whatever when I was like eight, and it was definitely a CD. Um, and she used to like we go to garage sales and shit like that, and she'd buy me like albums from movies, like the soundtrack for movies. Yeah, yeah. And it was uh. Oh, God, I don't even know that movie with the the chick that was working in the with the inner city youth at the school. Oh fuck, there's like a bunch of movies like that. But yeah, it was, it was some stupid. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. No, not with the black chick, with the white chick. I think it was Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Blindside? No. <laughs> no, Blindside's fire, but no. Was it like? It's an old it, movie. Was it like? Uh, like the like after school they would go to like the basement and shit. Yeah, it was either her or Julia Childs. I can't remember who was in that movie. Yeah, and like, yeah, it was some detention thing. And he, oh, fuck. Exactly, what, what, yeah, bro. What did he have him do? She's like some English teacher or some shit. Yeah, she yeah, was an it, English teacher, and she had them all writing, um, like, their stories about their yeah, lives. Yeah, that movie's heat. I can't remember what it's called, though. The soundtrack from that movie was fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I used to have just weird soundtracks for movies. And then my mom got me freaking an Eminem CD when I was, like, 10. And I would just listen to it all the time. But I would always read the lyrics, like, because when they, back in the day, CDs had the little folder inside them with the yep. lyrics in it in every song. So I'd fucking read the lyrics off of it. And it was the album where he's talking about shoving a gerbil in his butthole. And that turned me off of Eminem, like, real soon. Yeah. So I'm, like, 10 years old, confused about what rap is. And not really, not yeah. wanting to like, do being scared of Being though. scared of gerbils and all that? No, I was just scared of, like, Eminem. Yeah. Talking about killing his mom. Like, yeah, yeah, like, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't really dude, relate man? to that. It was like, what, what, why? And then I got into 50 Cent and like, and then, and that like changed me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like wearing Boo Boo and uh, June <laughs> clothes. Sean, and, like, Sean John jeans. Sean John, yeah, straight up and looked like the biggest wigger in the world. Swear. <laughs> like when I was in junior high, I like would, I made, I'd make sure I was wearing yellow shoes with baggy pants and a yellow shirt and a yellow hat turned backwards. Every time my teacher would tell me to take it off in school, I'd always be like, fuck you, and I would get detention all the time. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Kids fuck, if, I wanna, like, if I want to look like Big Bird, let me look like Big Bird. Exactly, bro. And kids would, like, throw me in trash cans and shit, call me Mr. Mustard and, like, Mr. Ketchup, because my other fit was, like, red, and then I had a blue fit. It was so gay. Holy, <laughs> just, just looking, like, looking like a condiment pack. Bro, I looked like fucking Lil Wayne back in the day, but white. Just short with real baggy clothes ridiculous hat and just looking dumb as fuck fuck talking like yeah what's up what's up what's what's up you know, know what i'm saying 
You were Eric. I kind of got I kind of got checked on like everything when I was in high school. Like I had a buddy that was really like hood <laughs> in Edmonton. Yeah. And uh he started showing me like J. Cole and Big Crit, like all these rappers, like this is back when I was 16. So these, these guys were just starting to do their come up at this time, like Yellow Wolf. Um yeah. You, this is yeah, like these these dudes were literally just making their first albums. Um, yeah, when when their shit was raw. Like it was I Isaiah Rashad, all those dudes, and he like started trying to teach me the history of hip hop, and then he gave me KRS One's book. Um, about I can't even remember what the what's the what's the name of that book, but the one it's like the, about the, like how hip hop is kind of like a religion, and yeah. how there's five different elements to hip hop, which is like uh, being an MC, being a break dancer, uh, DJing. Uh, what the heck's the other one? Knowledge is one of them. What did I say? Breakdancing? Oh, I'm battling, I think, was the other one. Yeah. But yeah, you had to, like, I started learning, like, there's different aspects to it and kind of just researching and wanting to understand, like, what the culture was about. And I started getting into, like, Wu-Tang Clan and, like, yeah. a lot of underground rappers like Aesop Rock or uh, Homeboy Sandman, like, a lot of the rhyme sayers people, I really liked their music when I was in high school. Uh, like I said, J. Cole, Big Crit. And I just kind of like, I don't know, man, I started wanting to elevate myself to a place where I wasn't just feeling like, uh, what, what's that word? Feeling like I didn't belong in hip hop. Yeah. I'm already like, I'm Jewish. I'm white. I'm pale as fuck. Like, I just didn't feel like I should be doing rap. People always told me I shouldn't do rap. And, yeah, I don't know, man. I got over that because my homie just kept like teaching me more and more. And yeah. just got to the point where, like, I if you could, a, if you can rap, you can rap. It doesn't it has nothing to do with what you look like, bro. Oh, it's exactly that's exactly it, man. Like, if you have skills and people understand that you have skills, then they will put you on, and you can have that from an early age. But when people shut that down continually, to the point where you don't even really want to like write anything down on paper anymore it, yeah. like, it can take like a real big push and someone that like man my homie alex that helped me out he's big ass native dude and if people would have talked shit to me he just would have beaten the fuck out of them period yeah so like i'm, I'm in high me. school and i'm in edmonton and i had this beef with a dude that was named cashew and he was like a track rapper at the time and he was making mad music and he shows up to my school and i'm 16 years old and this is a grown man like he's 20 Shows it to my school with two other dudes in the back of the car, and they all get out. And Alex comes to me and he's like, Yo, Cashew's here and he's gonna fuck you up with like weapons. And I was like, What? And he's like, No, you're good. Let's go get some people and we'll all go outside together. And like ended the beef right there. So like Alex just had that kind of pull where you didn't fuck with me. Yeah. So well, I got I, real I, I lucky with that, man. Well, first of all, how you as a grown ass man got time to go fucking pull up to a high school and beef with a kid? That gotta be the most pathetic shit I ever done heard in my entire fucking life. Bro. Oh, this kid was a fucking squid, man. He was always hitting on high school girls <laughs> when he was twenty years fucking old. Squid. A fucking squid. Yeah, bro, no spines. Would you call him? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I never heard that shit ever. In that my went life. hard, bro. That went fucking hard. Dude, so that's fucking... like a hard Alberta term. We say that here all the time. He's a squid. Yeah, yeah goof, man. Guys, a fucking goof. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Winnipeg, we just have goof. But no, that of... means he's a child molester. <laughs> oh wait, he was hitting on sixteen-year-old girls. Mm, that's right. Wait, were we talking about DJ Blitz? No. Whoa! <laughs> oh, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad. Hey. What's up? Did you sign your slip? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Nah, but run it back for a second. Though. We're talking about uh, great rappers and uh, influences and, you know, being being the resident Kanye West dick writer of the three of us here. Oh, yeah, uh, where, where are you putting Kanye on your uh, on your goat list? Is he up there for you or are you, you not no. a man of the, uh, <laughs> the West? Just straight up, no. Graduation was dope. Wait, to each their own, bro. To each their own. That graduation was dope. He can spit. His last fucking album was bad. Yeah, the last few were pretty bad. I'm not disagreeing last, with you. The though. last few were pretty bad. Um, he can produce like a motherfucker. There we I go. will okay. never. Okay, all right, all right, we're done. Yeah, like I, we're not. I'm not gonna say he's the best rapper of all time. There's literally no way in hell. But he's one of the best producers. I agree. Like I, I just can't say that. Like, where yeah. are you gonna say Kanye is better than Kendrick? Yeah, that's and fair. Kendrick to me isn't even MC top wi- tier. MC like, wise, yeah, I, that's fair. Exactly, and like Big L, fucking to me is even better than Kendrick. And a lot of people don't see it, but they also haven't dug into fucking Big L, bro. You know what? I respect it. I don't agree. I also but don't just agree. Anybody, but I respect anybody it. who shouts out Big L in the podcast just deserves success in life. So. <laughs> I, I I respect that shit. Like I would, I, I, would like, never... man, I, lo- I loved I loved Big Pun for the longest time until his son Chris Rivers started making music and like teaching the world about how his dad was. Like, yeah, yeah, him, yeah. We don't need that. Shout out Chris Rivers though. Like, that guy's a fucking goat, man. That guy's actually probably one of my new favorites right now. I think he's Chris one Rivers. of the greatest of all time for our generation. For sure. Like like last like ten years or so. Mm, that last five. Last okay. ten years has been some real. Okay, real more recently. Okay. Okay. Like I think J. Cole is maybe one of the best, one of the best in the last ten. Kendrick's definitely one of the best. Absolute facts. Absolute you know, facts. Like, logic was no. No. Logic. Hey, I'll give you this. Man. I can logic. say it. I can say the word, guys. It's okay. <laughs> hey, did you know I'm mixed? No. Uh, like logic. I feel like. Okay, when Balling came out, when uh the Come Up came out, first two albums hard. Bobby. Terry. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Um, under pressure and the incredible yeah. true story. That Hard, that like, era, like, like album, era not logic, albums. Not that era, nobody could touch him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After like 2013, he became whack. Yeah, as soon yep. as he dropped whack. his third commercial album, that shit was trash. Whack. Bro. He, he, it was just like, like I, I was like, yo, what happened to like the young Sinatra mixtapes? There we go. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Even about. even the first Bobby young Tarantino, Tarantino tapes were fire. Yeah. Even the first Bobby Tarantino tape wasn't that bad. But bro, when he dropped everybody and that. That was the follow-up album to The Incredible True Story. The Incredible True Story to me is like, I don't even know if I would call it like nerdcore, but it's like, it's pretty fucking close to being a nerd. Like it's... Everybody is a banger though. Yeah. The album or the song? That's a dope song. I like that song. The song, yeah. The song, yeah. The album, no. Oh, no. Not Not at all. Not at all. Like, bro, because like, first first time I ever heard Logic, I got on late. First time I ever heard Logic was Fade Away. Okay. And I heard Fade Away and I was like, dude, this guy has incredible delivery. So I went and listened to all of his old shit. I'm like, I want to see what this dude does next. So he dropped the Bobby Tarantino tape. I was like, okay, it's a mixtape. I'm not going to take it too seriously. It was okay. But then he dropped that fucking album. Yeah, that's what the fucking the, the Suicide Hotline song and the fucking uh, so Black garbage. Spider-Man. And yeah. That shit was garbage. Like, yeah, I like, did not like that. Like, okay, hot take. Like the uh, the 1-800 song. He, he he could say all he wants, just like oh that song was for like mental health. Da, da, da. Motherfucker said, nah, "I want to kill myself." Who can relate? Woo! Like nah, bro. bro. You, you made that song to find to 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 find a theme that would correlate with a bunch of people in the world to to generate to, to generate money from it. Like let's be honest, 
if if it was actually for that, you would have dropped it on SoundCloud. Nope, that song is on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music now. No, this is this. He's kind of like, man, you know what fucks me up? Beyonce, you know that Run the World Girls song? Like she's all empowering women and shit. Yeah, bang. That woman's that woman's clothing line is made in sweatshops. Yes. Fox. Like, how, how are you empowering women while making women in sweatshops make your clothes for women? Oh, no, it, it's just clothing. men and young boys. Don't worry. Oh, it's a little bit better. If we want to literal terms, like if, if it's women empowerment, like technically she is empowering them because like to sit there and make those clothes, Bruh, like how it should, it should build some level of physical strength. Oh my God, <laughs> bro. Oh, I'll take, I'll take, L perspective, L justification. Damn, dude. Damn. Yo, Vessel, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't wear Nikes. Fuck. I'm just kidding. I wear Nikes. <laughs> uh, I'm like staring at the jump man on your fucking <laughs> on your leg right now. Bro. <laughs> I'm like looking over at this guy's fucking uh, Air Max is in the doorway. Oh, fuck. Hey, yo, shout, 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 shout out to the. Hey, why he got a butt crack, bro? These <laughs> shout, shout out to the orphans that beat the Jordan <laughs> oh, Yo, shout out to the like four. What country are they even? Cambodia? I don't even know. Bro. That's accurate. Like, yeah, that sounds like wh- what? What? Bro, what, man, Cambodians bro, are going to get mad that they got bro, sweatshops we, in their We got sponsors coming in, bro. We got ad revenue. Like, bro, don't fuck well, I'm this not going to say any fucking racist shit, up, bro. I'm literally just trying to geographically describe yeah, where not, the fuck are I mean, that's not wrong. That's the, no, but there's, there's also the ones that are made in Bangladesh. Yeah, that's Bangladesh, Bangladesh uh, Taiwan, Pakistan. Yeah. 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 Portage in Maine. Yeah. Portage in sure. Maine. No, that's where you. Well, that's a different type of exploited work. Yeah. Ugh. That's Am a different kind of exploitation. <laughs> it's not even Portage in Maine anymore, bro. So, uh, wait, it never was. Higgins, Porta- Porta- Higgins in Maine. Higgins in Maine. There we go. Higgins, yeah. What On a real that? random note, the one place that I will never forget in Winnipeg is Rookie Sports Bar. I hate that place. <laughs> okay, why, 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 why? Because, why? first of all, I seen, I seen, oh man, who the, I seen Benny the Butcher, who's like a producer from out there, who's a mm-hmm. real short dude. He jumped up and slapped Dresden in the face as hard as he could. Dresden didn't do anything about it. Keep like my he- fucking songs out of your fucking mouth. Bro, he, he slapped him as hard as he could. Dresden didn't do anything about it. He's standing there with his girl. Didn't do anything about it. Looks like oh, he pulled guy. a rush. Dude, Dresden's a big ass man. Like I don't understand what happened there. Then also I watched. Okay. I don't know. I don't what care happened. how fat his ass is. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another time, Arrow C was there with his crew, and I don't know exactly what happened, but there was like a big gang fight that went down in there. Um, and the security was just like, yeah, whatever, I'll do a fuck until they started breaking shit. Yeah, and then another time someone got like stabbed right outside after a show, but I was already oh, gone. I was like, okay, this guy's me. never been to Bar I. <laughs> bar I. Bar Italia. Yeah, if you want to see some real on shit, bro. Go, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Go to Bar I. Well, he's not gonna go to Bar I because he's not in fucking Winnipeg. You fucking well, bro, <laughs> if you're in Winnipeg, go to Bar I. Find anybody wearing a sports team jersey. Walk up. Buy them a beer and then tell them their team fucking sucks and run out of the bar, bro. There'll oh, yeah. Three Italians other dudes who agree with you. No, no, no. It's not even an Italian bar. It's just called Bar Italia. I, I ain't never seen no Italian motherfuckers in that place. I'll say there's still fuck Italians. 
Yo, what Mario do to you, bro? <laughs> Keep Mario name out your fucking mouth. mouth. <laughs> I'm Portuguese though, so like one nationality that I don't give a fuck if you try to cancel is Italians. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> ah. Spaghetti ain't even that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, funny thing about rookie sports bar. That's where I bat. I, I had a one rounder with Tech, which uh, you know I I I felt like I won, but I I've been told different. Anyways, um, nothing happened. Ha- like violence, violence wise around the bar. Even though I'm, I'm sure someone was probably geeking in the bathroom, fucking tweaking tweaking on some type of powder. But oh, yeah. uh, it is Transcona. But. Uh, one thing about, about it, though, that kind of pissed me off about rookies was that as me and Tech were – to be fair, it wasn't it, – it was like a charity event, and it wasn't, it wasn't a battle rap event, so that's understandable. So they weren't there to watch battle rap. But, like, like I had someone record a video, like a video of the battle because I knew no one – like, it wasn't getting recorded anywhere else. Uh, like, there wasn't a silent moment. Yeah, that always happens battle. in rookies, bro. Yeah, like it's just it's just glasses shattering, fucking every time, talking. bro. It's always people yelling and doing that one... at the slots and, and arguing over yeah. who's supposed to be on which machine. <laughs> yeah, arguing ar- ar- arguing whose quarter is in the machine. Straight up, or like, <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit music on the fucking thing there. Yo, turn that shit off, boy. Turn that shit off there, bud. We're supposed to be listening to only Manitoba music. <laughs> Uh, and there's always that one drunk bitch in the fucking back who's just like, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, don't touch me. Like, fuck. Oh my god, bro. Getting the accents down, perfect. Bro, hey man, I've I've had a lot of experience. Oh, I love Winnipeg, but I, I, that's the one thing. Like, people in Winnipeg talk a different way than people in Alberta. Yeah, you'll, you'll, true. you'll never find Winnipeg, Winnipeg banter anywhere else, man. No, they're, they're, definitely they're, maybe, not. maybe, maybe Florida, just because it's probably the same amount of crackheads. But, no, they uh, have like weird, different slang down there. You can't understand. Yeah, it's not even English. No, they sound like they were born in the swamp. Like their mom literally just like popped them straight out of their like womb into the swamp, and the alligator. <laughs> they had to wrestle an alligator before their first birthday to like. Mama, mama, I caught a gator for you. There you go, and they got to eat it, and then that's how they're allowed to be in the family. Dragon, do you have any questions for our guests? No, I did. I did all the research for you guys, so yeah, yeah. I know his we, entire backstory. Extensive uh, research team here. Fair enough. We actually have uh, our own own office for our research team and our and our human resources. So yeah, we're we're doing big things over here. Jacob, do you have any questions for uh, for uh, for our guests here? Because I feel I feel like I'm just fucking doing a fucking Bill Maher fucking. The, the, uh, this is you. This is your area of expertise. So uh, expertise. My what? This is your area of expertise. 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 Facts, facts, facts. Okay, 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 okay. You know what, Dragon? Yeah. You're good, good. Thanks. Um, so Paulie, um, <laughs> what do you feel like uh what what project for you? And I'm saying project just because I feel I feel I hope you know what I what I mean here. Uh what project for you that you released in your in your career where it was kind of like unless you knew beforehand, where you felt like, yo, I can actually do this seriously. Where you feel like I like looking at the project, just like after this body work, like I put out a body of work that's just like this isn't just someone like like people listen to this and and feel like this isn't just someone playing on music just to put out music and like just you know fuck around as a hobby. Like this is actually like what I what I can do. 
I got my polychromatic EP, which I did with Hoop Hoop, and it's just like four songs, but it's like they're all really personal songs. Um, yeah. And when people deep dive into my music, uh, instead of just you know scratching the surface and being like, okay, that's a cool track, I'll maybe save that to my playlist. Like if you actually like try to listen to the lyrics and what I'm talking about, especially in that uh, that EP and my first album. Yeah. Um, it's really personal. It's deep. Uh, I'm definitely trying to tell a story and like vent my emotions through music. So uh, that's the ones I'm most proud of, uh, the, the proudest of, for sure. For sure, for sure. What, uh, what, what track from that project do you feel like correlates the most and like you put your most heart, heart into it and like kind of tell us the backstory about it? 10 a.m. It's called 10 a.m. Okay. Um, it's just like, cause even like the core is just like, it's okay to not be okay. Like I just kind of yeah. went off of that thought and made a song. Yeah. So like, I kind of just thought about what I went through and, uh, talked about my family in that song and like the kind of struggles that I personally went through as a child. And, like, it's just, it means a lot to me that one, um, for sure. And there's also another song on there that called fall which I wrote for my cousin when he was in the hospital, almost dead from fentanyl overdose um, a couple years ago. And he was like, this is back. This was in Edmonton. This is actually part of the reason I came back here um, right after Brendan passed. That happened. It was not a good year. Um, yeah. And I was in the ICU at uh, University of Alberta Hospital, which is right here in Edmonton. And they let me in there to like spend time with him because they weren't sure if he was going to pass away or not. This man had like, dude, he had tubes in like his throat. He had tubes in his liver. He was, yeah, he was, he was getting blood clots sucked out everywhere. Like it was, I've never seen anyone like that in my life. Yeah. And he didn't look anything like I like remembered him. And I, they let me sit there and rap this song that I wrote for him. And I had like just finished it. And I was sitting on the bedside trying to like get this song out straight up bawling in tears. And his heart monitor started going off real fast because he was getting too like emotional and excited from it and they wouldn't let me finish it. And wow. I just felt like shit because I didn't know if he was going to die like because they pretty much didn't know for the next couple of days what was going to happen. Yeah. And I didn't get to finish it. So I recorded it right after that. And that was one of the hardest times I've ever had recording anything. Uh, absolutely. It was painful. Yeah. I also recorded another song for Paragon right after he passed away. We never released it though, because like you can just hear in the whole time that I'm recording that like I sound like I'm not doing the best. Yeah. But that's why I do music because it's like I said, it's my emotional release. Yeah. If I didn't have music, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be here today. A hundred percent. I told. I feel. I feel the absolute same way. And I. I. I enjoy people being able to say that. Like mute. Like music for me. Like I've. I've done trap music i've done like lo-fi personal stories how you're saying like crying in the studio trying to get your shit out i've done it all and i feel like any any type of what whatever type of genre it is like as long as there's passion in it and you can hear it that's what music's about just it's it's it, for me it's a religion how you're saying like the the book you referenced it's a religion it's a form of life that's the what way you know i express myself i'm not i'm not i don't have a way with words I'm not a I'm not a intelligent man when it comes to grammar and you know trying to express myself with big words and university education I'm just not that type so my my way of expressing myself is the music and that's why 
I put a lot of time and passion into it. And uh, that, yeah, so same, same thing you're saying. Like, like if I wasn't able to do music, then I don't know where I would be right now. Probably on the, probably in some bus shack uh, downtown laying some pipe. <laughs> which 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 oh, Winnipeg yeah. is obviously inf- inf- infamously known Infamous for our uh, our uh, unstaged random event uh, bus stop porn. Yeah, yeah, it's always good. Maybe <laughs> daily uh, thing you see there. I guess this is relative to the last discussion, but uh, on a less serious note, um, I know you're mentioning the music that you've made that meant the most to you. But if you were, if you know, uh, part of being an artist is you have to sell yourself, you have to be able to create appeal. And, you know, if you had the platform to just, you know, you had 100,000 people sitting in front of you, what would be the one song you played for them? And it might be a song you've already said that would be like, this is who no, I am. No, it's not. It's the music just a song I did with my buddy, uh, Robbie Drew. It's called Sunny Day. It's got like 70,000 plays on Spotify right now. Sheesh. Yeah, sheesh. That's, my one, that's my one song that's like everybody just constantly messages me about it. Um, when I go on Spotify every week, every day, it's weird when you see people shazamming your song in like some little country that you've never heard of before. Yeah. Because that means that they were hearing someone else play it there. It's like, what? And yeah, that's research. the one song that people just, they love it because it's, it's positive. There's nothing sad about that song. It's happy. The beat's dope. It's a beat that a lot of people have heard before because I straight ripped it off YouTube. So I have no money off of that song whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. But it's everybody's favorite. Those are the best beats, man. The ones that you can't make money off. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fuck. There's that one. But no, my, and then like another, obviously the, I've done features with people that uh, are bigger names like Junk, Evil Ebenezer, um, King Crooked, who was Crooked Eye from Slaughterhouse. I have a song yeah. of him. Um, and those are other, like, obviously, my fans' other favorite songs just because the features that I have on them are crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, I find it interesting that most artists that I've talked to, their own favorite personal songs are almost never their fans' favorite songs in any way, shape, or form. Because yeah, there's just... When you're telling a story and you're putting your heart into something, it can correlate and people can hear that. But unless it's you that's yeah. listening to yourself, tell that shit, you're never going to have that exact same feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, for me, yeah. Cause especially when it's like a song that it's from a true story and personal, personal events, like it, there's times where you're, you're kind of straying away from relying on like, yeah, I don't like, I'm not focusing on, uh, like a flow that's catchy. I'm not focusing on punchlines or bars. I'm just trying to tell a story and everyone lives their own life. So if someone can't really relate and doesn't fuck with a song because they never lived through that, I can't really blame them. But like, yeah, no, I agree. My my personal favorite song of mine is a song that like probably is like the bottom three least viewed, listened songs I have just because of like, of what it meant. And yeah, like uh, all the my most known songs and most viewed ones are, are stuff that like i don't think out like that not that they didn't mean anything but the, those were those are just kind of like the like the trap gangster ones where it's just yeah like, i'm making this just to make a bang like there's songs that i make where it's just like i need to get shit out and i want to tell my story and there's other things where it's just like i want to make a banger and yeah no and i feel that man i've been there yeah 
I've been yeah. there. Like I, uh, I just, I locked in a feature with young stitch like a week ago. Um, and I didn't know if I wanted to like try and do a personal like deep song with him or if I wanted to just do a banger. And at first I started trying to write for like a deep personal song. Cause I know the guy has it in him to like kill that. But then it just switched into a banger in like three days because I was yeah. like, I want to rap as fast as I possibly can. I want everyone to question if I did better than he did. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I think needs to be more like when you, when, if I were to, if I, if I were to be asked to be a feature or if I asked someone to be a feature, like the mentality of like, oh, like I'm getting this big name. I'm gonna let him carry the song. People are gonna love him on a song. That shouldn't be your fucking mentality at all. It should be, no. it should be, I, I'm invite, having this guy on my song. I'll be damned if, he, if I'm gonna let him steal, steal the song for me. It should be, it should be like, don't diss the guy on your song. No, but it should be a comp. It should be a competition. It should be K. Let's write up your shit. Whoever fucking has the best first wins. Like it should be like that. It shouldn't be like oh, like oh, I have this big name on my song. Like if I were to get fucking Drake on my fucking song, it shouldn't be like K. I'm gonna just write anything because Drake's on my I song. Would, if I had a Drake song, I'd make sure that every bar that I put into that song was insane. So was that crafted would, by God Himself. Yeah, so everyone would be like fuck Drake. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like I love, I love him singing, but fuck Drake. Like that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, like man's can sing, but why? Why is he considered a rapper? The fuck. Who are we talking about, Drake? Yeah. Oh fuck! How much time you got, brother? I don't like that man. Like this guy never listened. To if you're reading this, is too late. Ugh, that's you, you know what, man. I, I I respect your opinion. I this I I think. Drake isn't because here's the thing. Whoa, like, wait, 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 charged up back to back. This guy's not a rapper. Motherfucker beat out Meek Mill in a rap battle. He's not a rapper. Okay, man's, man's, Meek Mill is a better rapper than Drake. So I don't understand how that even properly went down. So, so if Meek Mill's a better rapper than Drake. Why Meek Mill lose the rap beef? That's what I mean. Because Meek Mill is fucking not a better person than Drake. But it's, it wasn't a person battle. Like, it was a rap battle. Yeah, but I feel like when you have this is the thing. There's rappers in Winnipeg that were the goat when I was younger and living there. Now they are no way. And that's not due to them not having the proper work ethic. It's well, it is part of it. Partly that. It's also due to them being like addicted to drugs, having kids, falling off, like not being able to make music the same, having people in their families die and shit like that. Drake has a pretty cushy life. Nick Mill didn't. So. I think if you put prime Meek Mill against prime Drake, you would have had Meek Mill take that, no problem. Meek Mill is an idiot and has been through a lot of drugs in his lifetime, and his brain's not as good as it used to be. That's for damn sure. When Meek Mill was working with Wayne and all of them on the fucking label, he was fire. His music was insane. And he slowly kind of just made a decline into, like, like – Man, you ask a kid nowadays who Meek Mill is, it's in high school, but you don't even know who the fuck no, that nothing. is. How, uh, I have a question. What, how, how much does the Ghost Rider element uh, controversy with Drake add into your opinion of him? A lot. That's the big problem with him. Like, if you have 20 writers, like... That's fair. I feel like, to me, that's the only thing that takes away validation from Drake. Like, I don't think... Okay, I was I was I was about to cap on the podcast, guys. I was about to say that I don't think Drake's one of the greats, but 
I do just because of like, okay, if we're going off like the impact, impact, he has to be. Yeah, but if, bar for bar is how I look at rappers when I'm trying to figure out which one's the greatest. Fair. Bar do I think do I think he's one of the best rapper. MCs? No. No. Do I think he's one of the most impactful rappers of all time? Yes. Yes. See, that's the thing though. I always consider a rapper an MC. And that's where a lot of people have a little bit of a difference than me. And I totally I respect that 100 percent But to me, like a rapper is an MC. Fair. So like when you're singing, doing that's why like I have a I'm doing an R and B EP right now, but I've been showing it to a few different people, and they're like, well, that's kind of R and B, but it's kind of rap. But if I'm singing on most of it and rapping for a little bit of it, to me, that's an R and B EP. Do you, so I'm not do trying you, to put it out as a hip hop project. I'm trying to put it out as an R and D project. Do you feel like you might be boxing artists in or like cornholing an artist by saying no i also MC just don't think there's a cornhole i don't think there's enough genres that's my biggest thing i don't think there's enough genres but you know like, what but like like if i drop like the craziest rap album of all time and then i drop like seven trey songs inspired rmb eps <laughs> well no here's my biggest am thing. I a where singer do, or a rapper where do you put xxx tenation i actually liked that dude he was dope before he passed away and shit but his music uh... That his music is very in between. I would just, I would just say he's an artist. That's what he's I mean. He's, he's an artist, but what kind of artist is he? Because you have to define a genre when you're getting to like put it online and crap like that. And that's the only reason we even have to talk about genres is because of that media bullshit that goes on. I, I'd call him a rapper who implicated rap into other genres. Like I would be I would be hesitant to call him like. A punk artist or like yeah, I, do, I wouldn't call him a punk artist either i i would like, consider him as a singer songwriter I, I would say he's like a punk rapper or like an emo rapper i know that's a category that not a lot of people like to use but that, that's what it is but i think the the important part is that he's a mm, rapper he's he's something like like drake is a singer rapper He's also a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, listen. They didn't pay his ghostwriters enough, and that's why that we got that bar. Yeah, that's if, why, if they that's gave it. if they gave his ghostwriter the the 10k salary advance, and they gave the ghostwriter's girlfriend a trip to Doctor Miami, like he has. Then we oh wouldn't have got God. that terrible bar. Yeah, I. But, no, but they wouldn't let his girlfriend. Go, they they wouldn't let his ghostwriter's girlfriend. Yeah, go you know, one of the BBL, biggest so. things for me is that started from the bottom song really irritated the shit. Why? Why? Yeah, I don't know because oh man, oh oh from him lying. Okay, well yeah 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 that's fair that's fair. No 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 hold on hold on I gotta play devil's advocate here right. Why does everybody who raps have to? Why does the bottom have to be? You're not allowed to make a song called "Started from the Bottom" if you didn't actually come from the gutter. Like I'm sorry, that's just not that doesn't you don't get a pass on that. That's like me trying to say that but, I didn't live in the suburbs for a shit ton of my life and I came straight from Compton. No, I but, did fucking not. But it's a difference in what you would consider a gutter. Like, Drake wasn't born to a multi-millionaire. Like, li listen, listen, I don't want to sound like... Drake lived in a posh-ass neighborhood compared to most people that were in the hip-hop industry. 
I think I think he has every validation to say he started from the bottom because he started in Degrassi, bro. Yeah, but like, 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 no, the worst no, TV no, shows of all time. Like, Degrassi what? was a shit show, bro. Like Degrassi is the bottom. He played a wheelchair-bound kid because he got. He literally shot. started at the bottom. He was, was at the he, lowest he, geographical yeah, point. He was at a smaller eyesight view than everyone else. So yeah, He's more not parts than any other actor. This man was not in an iron lung laid out. He was in a wheelchair. He was he was still above like five year old kids and shit. What do you mean? Oh, but here's what I I think, I think the expression started from the bottom doesn't have to mean you came from the gutter. It means you worked your way from wherever you started to the top. Drake mm-hmm. didn't get like, yeah, he got the Wayne cosign, but he got the Wayne cosign because he was grinding out mixtapes over stolen beats and fucking <laughs> ripping, ripping Kanye. Fucking that's gutter. That's gutter. Anybody who has to steal a beat, that's, that's gutter, bro. If Drake was so rich, why didn't he just pay the producer? Because he's an asshole. You're talking he had Degrassi money, but he wasn't paying producers. Well, do you know how much Canadian actors make? MTV wasn't paid. I work. Shit. I work a basic retail job, and I make as much as Drake was making on the grassy, bro. We made more money with no ad reads this entire episode <laughs> than Drake made That's on a, a season of the grassy, yeah, bro. No shit. Um. Okay. I think it's okay. Can we just end the? Can we just end, 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 end the debate here? Oh no, it's not a debate. Drake, Drake's, Drake's Drake. a dope artist. I just, I, I, I can't. Okay. Let's. Just, let's <laughs> Let's just end the debate with, with something we can all agree on. Drake absolutely blasted Kim K. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we can we just all agree to that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. And that's why I think he's the god. <laughs> um, oh jeez. Whoa, why are you shaking whoa, your stomach? Whoa, what's going on there? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh shit. Oh, um, is it is it time for uh, Benny Tavis here? Sure, I, I, I think we're at that point. We're at that point. Okay, well, since we, we did talk about music this entire episode, this the, Benny's heavies is kind of the same where we talk about music. Um, but we kind of done that the entire time. So uh, we're gonna go into the top five songs of the week. Um, we're gonna start off with uh, projects to shout out. Yeah, we're gonna start off with that. Uh, the top five is basically songs that you can't get out of your head. Whether they're new or old, just shout out like the top five songs, like a much music top twenty type of thing, just without the the childhood memories. Uh, but yeah, if you want to shout up that and also your own your own tracks, that'd be fucking dope. Oh snap! Okay. Uh, or stuff on the way or. or Zanny Man by Dylan Ponders, Planet Ponders by Dylan Ponders. Um, you got to check out the Lion Eats Goats album that Junk and Young Stitch have. It's 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 crazy. Uh, and then. Dang, what other songs that I like that came out? Oh, Twisted dropped a song this week. Brand new okay. song called Prayer. Okay. Um, and it's completely different than like his club bangers or anything that he normally does. It's actually like a song about uh, kind of about oppression and like believing in God. And it, it's, in my opinion, it is Twisted's best song he has ever written and dropped. It is amazing. Um, okay, I'll write that down. And then I also found this artist uh, out of Toronto, I believe. His name's Philly Rags. Okay. Um, he does rap music, but he has this one song, and it's just a singing song, and it's called Chicken Strips. Man, it's great. <laughs> it's like a singing song about like struggling and, and like eating chicken strips and white bread for dinner. It's good. I like it. And then, uh, yeah, my music, man, I guess uh, my newest stuff that came out is Heartbroke featuring Tech Bro. It's on all platforms. Hey, shout out Tech. 
Yeah, shout out Zach. And then Josh also Harrison. Wax Melt. Uh, Wax Melt is on all platforms as well. Okay. And then, yeah, Enemy, which is also featuring Tech Pro. And Quarantine. Quarantine has a video. It's on YouTube. It's also on all platforms. Um, my hair is like the color of the sky in that video. It's really weird. Okay, I deep. I dye my hair blue. Yeah, Quarantine, bro, Quarantine. I wrote that like right at the end of the end of the pandemic. Uh, it's yeah. more of like a slow track, but it's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, so that's what we did. Well, it just shows um, what's the word I'm looking for. Just like not reach. Well, yeah, I would say I would say reach is be able to do multiple things because you're saying how like you like there's a track that you did where that I'm gonna try to rap as fast as possible and then slow it down and do R and B and rap. It shows, it shows a lot of uh fuck what it what's the word of fuck see that's what i'm saying i'm fucking, I'm fucking versatility homie versatility there we go there versatile there we go there we go um uh let's let's uh get this top five going dragon number five uh shout out to thomas red who just dropped an album today in case you're not talking about which albums were released today suck my dick i was gonna get into it it's okay but i wasn't gonna talk about that album i know you're talking about whatever you fucking give a shit out uh, Loud and Heavy by Cody Jinx. Yeah, that's what you are. Yeah, I'm Loud and Heavy. There we go. Jacob, number four. Uh, intro track off the I Know Nego mixtape, Lost and Found Freestyle 2019, ASAP Rocky and Tyler, the creator. Also, nobody's going to talk about that Dreamville mixtape that just dropped. Haven't, haven't listened to it yet. It's a Gangster Grills mixtape, bro. It's I, a DJ drama I, joint. I haven't listened to it yet. I know yeah, that's I just gotta gonna be bars. I gotta peep. I gotta peep. Uh, now that I can have a grip on my own segment, uh, number three, Stone Cold Stunner by Remedy. Not gonna lie, he's a SoundCloud artist, so you can't find him on anything else. Suck my dick. Uh, number four, or sorry, number two, I can't count. Failed math a couple times. Number two, uh, leaked song that turned into a release song. Uh, Let's get it by Juice World. Number one. One. Uh, Lydia again freestyled Joiner Lucas diss Tory Lanez. I think I think Tory Lanez won that beef, and that's also not, fuck Joiner Lucas. That's why. No, I don't like Joiner Lucas. Why? Uh, he, he had a good song with J Cole though. He, at least, he, at least he, that. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But like, I, I think I think Joiner Lucas just really, really wants to be like a younger Eminem. I feel like Joiner Lucas and Tom McDonald are the same person, but <laughs> Joiner Lucas is just the black Tom McDonald confirmed. Straight up, yeah. It's it's pretty close. Yo, I've never heard anybody say that, but bro, that's that's pretty spot on. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't like either of them. Yeah, no, I I really don't fucking like Tom McDonald. And Me and Tom McDonald, like, I go to the same tattoo shop that he used to go to, and everyone there says that he was a dick. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. He looks like a fucking piece of shit. His name is Tom. What do you expect? No, like, like I actually, like, every time I see an ad for that dude or, like, his musical fucking somehow come into my ear, like, I just get mad. Like, I'm off on some deep, Tom. like, hip-hop history shit, his girlfriend, Nova Rockefeller, used to come over to my house. Sorry, hold on. What did you say her fucking name was? Nova Rockefeller? Isn't that what it is? I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't like know, that. but the name yeah. just fucking caught me off guard. Yeah, Nova Rockefeller, bro. She used to come over to our house when I was in high school and I was living in the trap and she would buy weed and sit sleep on our couch with her boyfriend, Jay Reds, and they were like homeless and shit. And now she like acts like she's the biggest thing ever because she knows how to dick hop and she got all the way to Tom McDonald. Air it out. Um, I'll straight say that. I don't give a fuck. I don't like either of them. My other big thing with Joyner Lucas is, and, and I don't, I'm, I'm really hoping I don't step on anybody's toes here, but I'm, I'm worried I might. 
Um, I just kind of put Joyner Lucas in like that, like Joyner Lucas, Hobson, NF, Token. We all yeah, just yeah, sound yeah, yeah, like yeah. Eminem. No, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally understand that. NF is and, and, and Joyner are very close in that similar way. I would say NF is much better than Tom McDonald. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I wasn't putting bro, Tom McDonald would, in that category. Like, okay. NF to me is a fucking MC, bro. Like, like whether what like, do you want to say? Always oh, Eminem 2.0. Like. Okay, but 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 if that's your only argument, if you take out Eminem, then he's he's a great rapper. Then no, so then it's kind of like I don't know. No, like, because I, it's not. Fuck, I hate that name, bro. And I hate that man. <laughs> oh no, I just I don't know. So Joiner just he's very. I'm gonna pick this topic. That's kind of it's political music, political and I'm a political line. guy, and I don't want my politics to mix with my music that much. No, yeah, exactly. I don't like. That Although. All American Badass is a very political album, and I think it's underrated as fuck. Shout out Joey Badass. Yeah, shout out Joey. Joey Badass is fire, though. I will say Drop that, a fucking album. I will say this to before we get off the topic of Tom McDonald. I have no idea who that is, but the only guy that I listen to with the last name McDonald does weather reports. So <laughs> what's his fucking first name? I don't know who the fuck you're talking about, bro. Hey guys, we're out fucking fuck. <laughs> How do you know the McDonald guy? He does like weather report. I have no clue who you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I fu- okay, oh, anyways. God, I hate him so much. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying over. What were you saying after that? Fuck? Oh, fuck. Uh, you said that's something about Joint Lucas. Uh, oh, Joint Badass. Yeah, he needs a fucking drop a fucking project. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. play with my ball. album, man. Please. Oh, I still need to listen to fucking Denzel shit, bro. I've been fucking slapping. Yeah, Denzel Curry's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denzel is the most underrated rapper in the game right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and Walk- he's not even much underrated. Like, he's getting I- a lot more respect, but, like, he still deserves to be. He doesn't like, get the numbers, amazing. bro. That's the thing. Bro, I listened to that uh, track with T-Pain that you were telling me about. Uh, Troubles? Yeah. Fuck, man. Fuck. Dude, and all of his music videos for this album are so fucking cool, dude. Like drove Damn. my mom's car to the I, club, bro. <laughs> like, like I've been listening to Zella since uh fucking Vine and uh I am the one who wins well, the time. Don't need a gun to get respect up on the street. Like, bro, like I found him through a meme, and I'm so glad that I did that. Motherfucker, it's hard. I'm glad bro. that he made it out of the meme. I am bro. so glad that he got Fuck, one yeah. meme so I could find his meme. He's just a funny dude. He was on um uh what's that fucking uh podcast? I always see him on TikTok. It's the with the, the gecko guy. Um, therapy gecko. There's okay. that dude, and he dresses up as like a gecko. And gecko takes, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He <laughs> takes like he takes like phone calls, right? And people okay. like tell him their problems. And he gives them advice. Yeah. So he had Zell come on, and he dressed up like a gecko too. And he's nice. Like, he's like freestyle. He's like, I'm mean. I'm green. I'm a therapy machine. <laughs> Boys. That dude was so funny, bro. He was really about it. Lil Yachty was on that shit too, man. Nah, fuck Lil Yachty. I don't think he's a good rapper, but I think Lil Yachty a cool dude. I think I think it's cool. He just can't. He just can't His rap. Music like, like the, bro, the, the, the bare minimum I expect from you on a song is to rap on beat. Yeah. So when you do it on purpose, I I I, I have no respect for you. Blue face, baby. Yeah. Hey. yeah blue face, I, dope. You said like blue face is dope. I like blue face. Blue face, baby. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, well, that's only when I'm like being retarded at nighttime and I want to be cool in my car. Yeah, that, that's me all the time. So I guess I'm just a big blue know, face fan. <laughs> studio, studio by Blueface is still a slap to this day, bro. Offbeat as hell, but yeah, oh, that melody's so catchy. 
Did you did you say slap? Yeah, it's a Keep my fucking crips out of your fucking. <laughs> um, and do we have any more uh, questions for C- Senior Poly Free before we get out of here? Because I know I have well, not a question, but it's more of like a favor. But, I, I, uh, I got a question. I got a question. What do you think that? is the hardest part about being a starving artist? The hardest part. The hunger. The hardest part, like as a young artist who's really trying to cement a name for themselves in the game. Yeah. What is, what is the some greatest knowledge, challenge? some knowledge for the young like, ones. Like, if I wanted to start being a rapper tomorrow, you should. and I was like, man, what is the struggle man, that you've had to overcome? Man, people gotta be humble, bro. I don't give a fuck yes. if you are the best rapper of all time. I don't care if you were bred with Hell's Angels around you, Crips around <laughs> you, fucking, I don't care if you came from the suburbs or where you're from, but if you are not humble and able to take conductive criticism well you will never get anywhere with elevating your craft and when people hype you up too much and you have a bunch of dick riders around you one of the most important things to learn as a person in general but as an artist is who actually is on your side and on your team because you could have like a hundred motherfuckers around you and i guarantee you at least 50 of those people want to stab you in the back when when it comes to it at the end of the day I think that's Kanye's problem right now. Too many, too many yes men on his team. Somebody's well, like, "Hey, bro, this shit team, is awful." Yeah, man. When you have too big of a team, it, it, stuff gets sloppy, and that's, you know, when you got a smaller team and everything's organized and you're able to actually like all see the same dream for what it is, that is way different than having a bunch of yes men, like you said. Like, yeah, man. No, it's just you got to be humble and and take and. Uh, that conductive criticism well man and and if you can't do that then you're not just it's not even hip-hop you're, you're getting problem. nowhere you're, you're gonna, gonna you're have gonna a problem in life man yeah exactly and to add on top of that if you show a close homie of your song of yours and he looks you in the eyes and says bro i'm gonna be real that's ass you look him in the eyes you thank him you hug him and you buy him food Cause that's a fucking friend. Yeah, he just saved yeah, you. Yeah, someone tells you yourself, something. Bro. If your friend tells you that something you did isn't good, that means that you should take that's it. Fa- it's facts. That's your friend. Like, like at the same time, like you never, uh, you should never change what you're doing off one opinion, but always work off it. Like if someone says, "Bro, I'm not gonna lie," like this thirty second part of your song here is kind of whack. Just take a second look at it. If you disagree, then leave it. If you start to vibe with it, then or his opinion, then. Do what you got to do, but just work off of criticism. Don't just think – have confidence in yourself, but don't think you're the best. Pretty much what Paulie just said here. Uh, That's abs- what I tell anyone facts. with music or battle rap, man. You can absolutely have – You need to have the most confidence you could ever have more than anyone else on this planet, but at the same time, you still need to be humble and be a person, a nice – like a good person, not just yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, don't be a dickhead. Don't, don't, be, exactly. a D, don't be a DJ Blitz, you know? Yeah, or or you know uh, an MC rush sometimes. Yeah, hey. don't, don't be a Tom. Um, my my before before we before we let you go on with your day and stop not have to deal with us fuckheads. My my favor <laughs> and my my request is nobody has done it. I've asked quite a few people, even people who don't do music on the podcast, and no one has done it yet. Give me a quick like eight bars. Oh shit! Off the dome. Off the dome. Nah, screw that. I'm already in my notepad. <laughs> talking shit, talking shit, talking shit, talking shit. LA Leakers, J. Cole. Is it, is it gonna, is it, okay. 
Yeah, just bunches of minions stuck in oblivion. Love your opinion, suck down some cinnamon snitches. You should have they mouse or else jump by the pier against suffer delirium. Stitching it up with a youngin' who's nothing but serious. Got up the serums that make us look so endearing. Our music's the greatest. The stuff in your ears with this why you so serious. Ripping out pages, the chitch is arrogant. I'll stop with it. I can't even do that. I can't I can't rap fast. That's why I say when someone can rap fast, even even if they're saying bars or bullshit, just like can't respect. That's a talent that I don't have. So I have I've just I have to pay. Who's gonna hear that? Benny was talking over me. Sorry, sorry, Jay. No, 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 it's good. I'm actually glad you talked over me. You said something. No, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything at all. I'm gonna say this episode is Yeah, anyways. Well. We Hold are on, we're, man. We're he at, has questions for us. How do you guys always forget that part? Because it's, it's on time, you to say it. The last episode we had, we asked, do we have any, do, 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 uh, hey, do, so, do, uh, do, do you have any, do you have any questions for us? No. All right, see you guys. No, she didn't say no. She just said, <laughs> oh, she, she just happened. left. Oh, she that's left. right. That's right. Well, uh, Mr. Polyfree, do you have any questions for us? Yeah, because we have egos. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on here. I will ask you a question. Um, that's, a, that's how she started, and then she left us. <laughs> I was thinking, I'll ask you a question. Though. Um, like, why did you guys want to start doing this podcast in the first place? Great question. Oh, Great fuck, question. Fuck, we got to ask who, again. Who man. wants to answer this so, question? So there's time. one day I got my, I got my, my, uh, my rent bill. And then, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> answering it. Yeah, who's, I've never gotten the chance to ask yeah, you Yeah, you answer that. I'm yeah. not even. I'm not even an original member, so I'm going to try my best here. Okay, you go. For um, how about instead of answering on your guys' behalf, I just answer on why I joined you guys. Yeah, that. Let me. That. That's what I mean. You tell Daniel, me why, why you did you join us? If you guys want to add in? Go ahead. Uh, I saw Benny one time. <laughs> and I, I ran out. I, I ran into him in public, right? And I hadn't seen Benny in like a fat minute. Like this is this is like mid COVID, and I felt super super bad because I probably hadn't seen Benny in like a year and a half. And so we started chopping it up, and I was talking with him. And uh, uh, one, it might have been you sent a message yeah, to right. uh, my company. We started a bong shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Dragon sent us a message asking if we wanted any promotion. And so I took it to my boss. And I was like, yo, I know one of the dudes who's on this. Like, this is good shit. And I had started listening to you guys on Spotify back when you did the show with Cadian. And uh, no, no, no. Don't fucking don't wave your hand like you're mid. Like, there's a reason why I'm here. And so the uh, do our audio, of course, to be the audio guy. (laughs) And so the the opening came, and it was between me and one other guy. And for some reason, Dragon thought I was the right choice, and uh, they just threw me on an episode of a completely different show without these two. And then I was just so charming and fantastic, and I brought in so many views and so much attention (laughs) that uh, they they brought me on to the main show. And and also, also, uh, you know, we. you know, I, I noticed you mentioned earlier you are a, a member of the tribe like I am. And uh, I feel like we're, we're really lacking <laughs> Jewish representation on this show. <laughs> so I, felt like, yeah. I felt like I really could bring in some target audience in here. Get get some real mensch to listen to us. You we, know? Just, we just, we just, we just need to mention here. Keep yeah. everything kosher. You know? no, but, uh, these two fucking putts, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't. The fucking putts, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, that's yeah. fair, man. I, uh, I like that. No, real talk, I just have a huge ego and I love listening to my own voice. So, like, you're like, hey, man, do you want to listen to yourself for, like, I don't know, like, a two hours every Friday? And I was like, sure. And then here Lost. we are. At least you're honest, bro. Yeah. I'm also the only one who knows how to do audio, so. That's also Oh, true. I mean, yeah, you guys kind of need him or else you're fucked. Yeah. We also, yeah. Need, we also need an accountant and, you know, what better than oh, a Jewish guy, right? So. I'm not even the accountant, bro. 
That's all dragon. Yeah. You know what's weird is like, you ever you ever notice as a Jew, you just find random change all the time? Oh. Bro, all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. All the fucking time. Bro, I'll be at work. I'll be like vacuuming at work. And I'll find like a dime, a quarter, a nickel. And like, it's like just sitting there. And I'm, I know damn well that I have looked in that spot before. And it wasn't there. When my girlfriend does my laundry, up, like, I always keep my coins in one place. When my girlfriend does my laundry, sometimes she finds, like, $20 worth of coins. I'm like, how the fuck did that even happen? I always make sure it's Dude, it's, 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 like, it's like there's a magnet, like, just built into my soul. And it just, yeah, like, no, it's, it's out, in your though. soul, bro. It's right. No, it's actually, I bet you. It's the Jewish way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, before a bunch of guys in uh, Hanukkah's. Maybe he had more questions. Why didn't I finish this fucking hammock? Why are you writing things? You were gonna wrap this shit up, is what you were about to do. No, I was just saying before we got the Jewish song before he hates Jews confirmed, bro. (laughs) Do you do you do you hear me denying it? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn, Daniel. Um uh, so that was his perspective. Who wants yeah. to... oh, how did we start? Thing? Question. I don't know how to answer. You want to start? Do you want me to go? I don't know. It goes go- back to when I was born. <laughs> it was back in Nome. <laughs> uh, my my answer would be just to have a platform. Just to... honestly, it's just an excuse just to see my buddies. I'm just kidding. No, uh, just have a platform to talk about shit. You know. Get shit no, out. I think your first answer sounded way more brutally honest, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was just, 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 just to give my friends a reason to see me. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's cool, to, 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 that, was, that was fair because that was during COVID. And all that, that was shit. a big part of it for me, too. Yeah. I, I felt really Benny guilted me super hard on me being a bad friend and not seeing him that often. Nice. And I was Good like, job. man, if I do this podcast, I'll see Benny all the time. And it worked. Our friendship's blooming and beautiful again. You know, what? I'm going to keep it absolute book. Everyone, everyone, like podcasts are becoming the main thing. And we're just like, fuck, let's try it. Yeah. And then we change shows and new shtick and now we're here. Yeah. Now yeah, we're here. Like like to me, I won't keep it a bug. Like music is a totally different thing for this. There's no deep meaning. It's just like I don't expect to change the world with this. I just we're just chatting. I just enjoy it. Bro, I we can look at it. this in like you know 20 years and be like, damn, this is what we were like when we were in our three 20s. average guys from Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah, I wasted all those fucking days with these. Bro, I tell people I do a podcast cuts. and they think I'm like so cool and interesting. I'm like, bro, bro, no. I just sit in a living room and chat with my friends. You're not cool, hours, you don't bro, drive a Mustang. But, uh, but yeah, that's my answer, Dragon. Yeah, so it all started with COVID. You mean Cadian. Yeah. And then shit got personal between some people. Yeah. And we changed shows. Yeah. And re-branded. now we're here. Yeah, rebranded. Now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, be- doing better than ever. Do you, do you have any plans, uh, Polly, to start your own podcast or do you not have that much of the ego? Ah. Uh. Man, I was supposed to start a podcast when I was living in Winnipeg and actually an interview series for uh, upcoming artists in the city. And I had yeah. actually filmed my first two episodes for it. And then um, me and the person that I was doing the interviewing with had a falling out. So uh-huh. it was just like, we can't film any more episodes. And uh, yeah, that really sucked. And you guys is the fair enough podcast. My brain is just a little bit fried right now. I'm trying to remember what we were going to call ours. I don't remember, but we had a stupid name for it, man. It was like the something about like false reality podcast or something. And I was just going to go off on conspiracy theories for like hours. Nice. Yeah. 
I need to start doing that because because every time we talk about a news story, I'm always like the fucking negative guy. It's just like, ah, that's fake. That's your fake. That's your fake. That's that's it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Any other questions for us? Um. No, oh, geez, man. Fuck. Appreciate you guys having me out here, and uh, yeah, man. I I think that your podcast is dope. I kind of listened to some of the clips from your Instagram page, yeah. and I listened to one yeah. episode. I post those all myself. So. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. I bet you fucking do. <laughs> hey, listen, before these two start banter for another half hour, I just want to take the opportunity to say, and I think I speak for all of us, but I said it was absolutely fantastic to have you on. You when do I ever let you speak? I, yeah, I do this every what episode, you, what you, what I'm the only one you could speak for me? wants to fucking yeah. Yeah. compliment our Hold on. Like, this dude's like, man, I love your show. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, hey, all right, real talk, you, you know how many times people no, have told me that this week that they enjoyed our show? Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, it's more than. Anyways, this. thanks for fucking cutting me off. No, no, because uh, seriously, like more than ten people this week have told me our show is great. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey. Hey. It means hey. Just because your show is great. <laughs> it means, it means we're doing the now. Can I get back to sucking this yeah, man's dick? Sorry, I go. <laughs> Use that for the teaser, bro. Please. Oh, that was too much. Dude, oh, shut the fuck up. Anyway. You're the one sucking. Oh. Hey, Hoozle. Uh, yeah, man. No, it's absolutely wonderful to have you on. And absolutely I thought great. this was one of our best episodes of the season yet. I know I'd say that a lot, but bro, bro, come on. Don't even act like this wasn't a good episode. Hey, yeah, bro, you, bro, you're, you're teasing his asshole at this point. Just bro, fucking wrap it up. Strawberry flavor. Why are you popping his cherry? Yeah. No, <laughs> listen, man. When you when you're working on the shaft, sometimes you gotta work the rim too. Right? <laughs> we all need to just like get together in a hot tub and get some wine and just oh. you know. Oh, work, oh, work out these feelings. Talking, keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. I, I was, I was working with it. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta I'm, work I'm, out I'm, those feelings for you. You got for each other because you clearly uh, love it, each it, other. It's very much. It's as, long, as long as me and you are able to have a one rounder while next Ooh. to each other in the hot tub, that's fine. Ooh, Con- that Con- sounded Con- really pause worthy. Um, rounder. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's it's sex. <laughs> oh, battle! I mean, I, mean, I mean battle! I mean battle! I mean uh. uh I mean battle sex. What? What? <laughs> competitive sex. Competitive. I win every time. I win. <laughs> call me MC Lush. <laughs> they call me MC Rush because I rush to finish. Oh my oh. God. All right. I think that's a good thing to leave off. That's where we can cut. That's all right. We 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 just sexualized a man's fucking battle rap name. We're we're hitting rock. We're we're hitting the bottom. We're right next to Drake. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah. Thank you. Before we get to another fucking joke fest, uh, thank you, Polly, for joining us, brother. It's been great. Uh, like I said, it's good to have another artist on the show and uh, talk a shit and give give us and uh, the young ones and old ones insight on the game. And uh, yeah, it's been, uh, I've really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, man. Well, Fuck we're wrapping up here. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Let's do some plugs. Not yeah, for plugs, sure. Uh, social media po- plugs. Polyfree official page on Facebook. Um, everywhere else, you just look up Polyfree. That's P O L L Y F R E E. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Deezer. We're talking every platform. Um, and yeah, man, if you want to go check out, uh, music video of mine go to youtube look up poly free quarantine if you want to check out any of my battles you just look up on youtube poly free smoked out battle i'm gonna check those out for sure for sure I'll, man i want i want i need i need to do research on a possible future op yeah, we gotta do get that <laughs> we gotta get that 70k on your song up to 100k 100 percent. that'd be lit i appreciate you guys so much man you guys have a wonderful night eh? you too brother and thank you guys for listening. It's been another great night here at Fair Enough. 
You guys have a good one. Stay blessed. Stay zesty. Peace out.